to all the Catholic furries out there, vor counts as meat eating. Unless your partner has a fish sona, no vor on Fridays. <laughs> None of those words are in the Bible. Welcome to another episode of Dynamic Resolution, a video game show. I'm your exasperated, slightly damp, a little moist on the forehead, sweaty, and out of breath host Shane O'Hare. And it's gonna be it's gonna be like like good old times. I'm here with Logan from Memory Card. Hello. Logan, yo, what's happening for him? Oh, oh, oh you know what's happening with you. Yo, um, dude, like this is uh so um we're recording on a monday typically we record on a saturday uh sunday i wanted to record on saturday but things got in the way like look at the bags under my eyes i look at i, I was i was gonna comment the, the bags oh. are, are are pretty strong right now yeah i look like a fucking i, I look like um robert pattinson <laughs> yeah <the> Batman. <laughs> yeah you do yo what the fuck um but um uh, last year at this time, we had, uh, when we were still the Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network, um, I had Logan on because everybody was at San Diego Comic-Con, and then I was like, dude, I need Logan on consistently. And uh, now we're back. It's one year anniversary. We're, we're back. Yeah. I mean, some, something like that around that time. Might not be exactly one year, but it's around that time. It's pretty damn close. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually going this year. Um, I'm still, I'm still unemployed. Um, I, I'm not by choice. Um, I, <laughs> I, I got a job offer on June 1st and they're like, Hey, it's going to take up to 20 days to do like all the, the pre-employment stuff. Um, it is now July 17th and I still have not started work. Um, <laughs> They this never is... specified what what planet's days. <laughs> exactly. So I um <clears throat> um last Monday I got the background check back finally. They use a third party background. And dude, I like this is so I don't want to like go into too in depth on, on what it is, but it's a nine billion dollar company. And I have a pretty large like territory that I'm going to be in charge of. So I can understand, you know, background checks. But, dude, they fucking called my high school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they fucking reached out to my high school looking up on me. And I'm like, Dan, dude, I, I've, had, I've had to get military access and clearance that was less stringent <laughs> than this. Than this. That, that's, I, that's genuinely insane that they would go as far as your high school because dude I remember when I was moving out of my parents' house and like packing my stuff up to move out I found my high school diploma and I literally asked my dad like can I throw this away <laughs> and he was like no of course not you need that and I'm like for what yeah for what no one cares and I've never needed it dude likewise and like so I I'm not going to like uh I'm not going to fucking like I don't know, like lie, but I don't have a high school diploma. Um, 
I, well, old coworkers listen, but my old boss doesn't listen. Fuck off, whatever. Um, I I was like one credit short. And at the time I had gotten, um, I had an A plus certification, an M plus certification, and uh, I was about to get my CCNA, which is a Cisco networking certification, all computer shit. And I was going to go into IT. Um, and I was, I had a full-time job and they're like, Hey, um, yeah, you, you're like a credit short. Um, you need to come back next year. Like you can't do correspondence or anything. I think that's what <laughs> it was. It was like some, it was like U S government or some shit, which shockingly who I am now, um, <laughs> down with the, uh, ruling class. But, um, Ooh. uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I'm 34 now. And I've, they were like, Hey, um, we need your high school diploma. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I, I just, I was straight up. was like, Hey, I should have been more forthright, but this is the first time in my adult life. Anyone's asked for it. I don't have one. I don't know what, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but you know, I, I started working a full-time career. Um, and I'm looking back and I was like, dude, if I don't get this job over that, I'm, it's going to be, it's going to blow my mind because I maintained a real estate license. I maintained, I had to, I had to maintain a business license. I had to maintain insurance when I was a realtor. Um, I was a top producer when I was a realtor, uh, when I got into it. Um, I ran my own IT business. I, um, I managed a golf course, uh, in the pro shop. Like I've done all this stuff and I was like, yo, man, you if u.s government fucking out of this job <laughs> you're you're gonna be that fucking that fucking like you're gonna be one of those movie stories where you're yes. the fucking 35 year old going back to high school because because you because you need the, that one credit for this job yeah it, it you're gonna end up taking some underage girl to prom or something what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna be like this is fucking weird but but hey he's in high school i guess <laughs> it's like oh oh god like um i, ca- I can't think of any like there's a nice movie it's like big oh it'll be like big yeah um, there's there's gotta be countless movies just none of them came to mind <laughs> yeah yeah um it's like he's in high school but oh i can dj the school dance um fuck uh you're the only one at like high school parties that doesn't end up getting arrested because y- you can you can No, I'm going to get arrested for being at high school. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like dude, and if I don't get the job, like you know, I I told I told the re- the company recruiters like, "Hey, I should have been more forthright. Here's why." But I have a I have 17 years of documented professional competency. And he was like, and he was like, yeah. I mean, like, he replied back, like, oh no, that's fine. I'll I'll take that into a uh, uh, consideration. And then, like, a couple weeks go by. I was like, yo, I haven't heard anything. Like, are we gonna start this thing? Because otherwise, I'm gonna go look for something else. Um, and then he emails me again, like, hey, we need your high school diploma. And I was like, do you not remember the conversation we had? Like. <laughs> Like, um, it's, I'll, a, I'll, I'll just Photoshop you one. I'll, I'll scan mine, put your well, name that, in it. They called the fucking high school. Like they talked to people. So like, you should have <laughs> just gave them my number. Like, <laughs> have, have them call like, uh, yes, this is principal Logan Morris of, uh, of insert high school name here. Uh, yeah, I remember Shane very, very well. He was a great student. 
graduated with flying colors. Um, I don't have his diploma in my hands currently, but give me about 25 minutes and I, I could probably shoot you a PNG of it. <laughs> Not even a vector, a fucking raster. <laughs> um, so, uh, but because I don't have a job, I'm going to Comic-Con this year. Um, because you don't have a job, you're going to Comic Con this year. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> anybody want to buy a PS Five? <laughs> <laughs> but um, we were we were talking like right in the pre show. I was like, "Yo, we need to record this." I think not having a job and having something like I'm going to do every day. I've given myself ADD or ADHD. Like, like I'll wake up, I'll do the gym, um, and then I'll be like, "Hmm." What's on uh what's on Instagram? And then I'm fucking stuck on Instagram reels all day, like yelling at Europeans. Um and like damn. <laughs> Still like, yelling at Europeans. Dude, like that, that's what? your full time job these days. There was there was an Australian that came over and raced in NASCAR. And everyone's and, and all these fucking Europeans were like, whoa, what's a what the fuck is a mile? And they're trying to like steal our memes. <laughs> and, and I saw I saw a comment like Yo, how can you call yourself a country when you still got Britain's watermark on your flag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but no, yeah. I like before we start, start, start like the the, the whole recording. I, I was saying, I, I I actually so when I learned I have ADHD because my fucking therapist brought it up one time, asking like, "Hey, do you have ADHD?" And I was like, oh, "Probably." <laughs> And, and I, I looked into it, and I was like, "Oh, oh wow, oh wow!" And uh, I, 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 I did like, I did like a bunch of research, you know, trying to trying to just learn about this thing that's that's probably ruled my life uh, as far as long as I can remember. And this one book I listened to, I listened to it because I, I, I can't, I can't fucking read. Uh, <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise! Uh, but this book, ADHD 2.0, uh, it, it, it talked it talked about this this phenomenon of like environmental induced ADHD that I believe was called vast. I, I I don't remember exactly if that was like, like capital V lowercase A S T is in like the word, or if that's an abbreviation for something. I'm going to look it up. But, but, but yeah, it it was basically like, yeah, the, 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 this whole book basically outlines like, this is like the experience of having ADHD or vast because it's basically the same thing. You're just born with one of them. I love this top search result. What is vast? Do you have this unique ADHD? <laughs> yeah. Yo, dude, it's a collector's item. <laughs> um, dude, bootleg see, ADHD. This, see, this is my concern with like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm reading this like vastdiversity.com, um, but. It the like these traits are so like vague that it's yeah. like do you remember do you remember that show uh crossing over with John Edwards? No, I don't. It was um it was a show on the sci-fi channel and it was a guy uh look it up. Um I think he's still around, but he was a, a medium and he could talk to the dead and it, it would just be like a room full of people and he'd be like, um I'm thinking I'm looking, uh, I'm getting the letter M and it was just like uh, cold reading, I think is the, um, yeah, yeah. Like cold, cold reading. And so this is like, <laughs> this is cold reading John Edwards bullshit. It's like, 
do you dive into projects you are passionate about? I mean, I think a lot could, of people probably do. Yeah. Can you can you have trouble getting started unless the deadline is close? I think uh, that, that's okay. a that's a little more specific. Yeah, J- just, mi- just a hair. But this one, this one right here, this the language in the third one. Are you mystified by people who are happy with a boring nine to five job, even if it pays really well? I feel like <laughs> I, they 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 were leading the witness on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, and then this bullshit. Do you consider yourself a deep thinker? I mean, <laughs> half, half of this reads like one of those Facebook posts from I fucking love science. Like, uh, did you know that smart people swear more? And then <laughs> that gives these pseudo intellectuals like, oh, dude, I curse all the time. I, I can curse all the fucking time, dog. Dude, like I could I could build a Tesla. <laughs> Dude, this is completely off topic, but that reminds me. Have, have, have you watched I Think You Should Leave, the Netflix show? You probably mm. didn't watch it on Netflix. Uh, but. <laughs> Yo, it's my fault. The actors are, are protesting. No, um, uh, I think you should leave. That sounds... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just like, it's like modern day whitest kids you know, but led by this dude, Tim Robinson. Uh, but like the, 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 it's, it's been my favorite fucking thing. It's, oh, I've seen memes of this. You've guy. definitely seen memes of it. Cause they're, they're Are you everywhere. sure about that? Are you sure, Are you about, sure that? about that? Yeah. Yeah. That that's him. But oh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a sketch comedy show. Yeah. It's, it's Ooh. like mainly like just him though. It like, there, there's other actors in every skit and stuff, but he, he leads like every skit. Got it. Uh, but it's genuinely some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. And so much of it is so specific to my particular brand of comedy. Okay. Like, uh, I'm not sure if it's been mentioned on this show before, but I'm very passionate about Oreos and water. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. But, uh, but, but but yeah, just, just like dipping Oreos in water instead of milk. I could go on about this. We, we can, we can save it, but, but like I bring that up. How come when we're on just the two of us, <laughs> like the, the last we don't time have it, Derek to guide us, the last time that we were like, we were talking about, I corn- was literally high <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about cornflakes yeah. and anti-masturbation, yo, and uh, <laughs> Oreos and milk. <laughs> I, I can go off on this if we want to get into it, but I bring that up because there, there's this one skit that references sloppy steaks, and that's steaks with water poured on them. Yo, I saw – okay, I saw an Instagram reel because I, I, I have fucking self-induced ADHD because I'm a deep thinker, and uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm a deep thinker, and I'm really persistent. Um, of people pouring cups of water on steak, and I'm like, what are these fucking it, troglodytes doing? got to be because of I think you should leave. There's this get where this dude's like, I used to be a real piece of shit, you know, hair, hair, <laughs> hair, hair, slick back, sloppy steaks, you know, and, and it's just like them pouring water over steaks, even though the restaurant's like, no, guys, we can't do sloppy steaks. We can't be doing sloppy steaks. And like, oh, no problem. We're not doing sloppy steaks. And they're like, slop them up, boys. Oh, my but, God. But no, what made me bring this up is the whole like, like, a, like snore people cursing. There's this one skit where it's this like ghost tour in this house but it's after 10 p.m so it's the adult only tour so so they can curse if they want and, and this guy from the back just calls out jizz and they're like what 
And he's like, jizz, like, 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 like fucking a big load of cum. And they're like, okay. And he's like, well, it's the, it's the adulterer. You said we could say whatever we want. Like, jizz. And they're like, okay. And he just keeps asking questions. Like, so, like, do fucking ghosts ever, like, come out of the walls with, like, a big fucking boner and just, like, fucking jizz all over the place? Like, Yo. no, that never happens. It's like, do, do you guys ever see, like, a ghost with, like, their bare ass just fucking, like, come out of the wall? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, okay, I think I might need to pirate this show. It's, it's fucking hilarious. There's one that's, uh, it's this making fun of, like, impractical jokers type shows where it's, like, a uh, like a prank show. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do this dude up in, like, prosthetic, like, face and arms. And it looks fucking horrendous. And they, they have him, like, go in this, like, food court and, like, okay, just, like, just go up to that tray and, like, t- take a french fry. He's like, no, I can't, I can't fucking breathe. There's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> and, and, and like, well, we can hear you breathe. He's like, no, I can't fucking breathe. I can't fucking breathe. I'm not doing it. I, 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 I need out. I need out. All right, we, we, do, do you want to quit the show? No. All right, so do you want to keep going? Just like, I, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and they're like, what? Like, in the, in this, in the suit? Like no, I just I just, I just don't want to be around anymore. Like, I don't want to be you... around. <laughs> it's like, are you are you saying you you want to die because you're in the the you're in the fake prosthetics? It's like, yeah. Wow. Okay, all right. I need to watch this show. It sounds it sounds. I, I was showing my friends last week, and at when that skit played, it was my second time seeing it, and I almost threw up laughing. It's so fucking funny. All right, I'll have to I'll have to check it out. Um. But uh, oh, I mentioned the like pirating and the the, the SAG union members uh, protesting, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember when the writers uh, went on strike. I saw a video that was getting passed around. Somebody like CGI'd op- an Optimus Prime fucking holding a protest sign, <laughs> I and saw it was, that. and it was like I am. And then uh, I was like, yo. Did they use a generative AI to get the voice of Optimus Prime <laughs> in their video while they're protesting the use of AI? <laughs> and I was like, yo, you guys missed the fucking mark on that one. <laughs> like y'all oh, I can love it. y'all can get fair pay except for that guy. <laughs> so bad. Uh video games, monumental moment. Uh, Logan Monumental Morris. Let's Monumental hear it. Monumental Logan Morris. Yep. Yo. Uh, what are, happened? Are we, are we talking about the Xbox the, deal? No, the monumental moment in Logan's life. Oh, that. Let's fucking hear about it, Chief. I fucking did it. You did I it. I motherfucking did it. He fucking did it. Anyone who's been listening to the show knows I've been grinding Fall Guys for fucking months this has been a multi-month endeavor multi this epic f- games account m- multiple epic games account fucking my my logan sucks account and my logan trophies account what is up with my monitor what the fuck's going on um i don't know i, I got a to li- I, I got a sorry i got i got a linux <laughs> grievance to talk about oh Keep, we keep are going. fucking ADHD. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I finally fucking did it. I got the fucking platinum after so 
long. I gotta it, look up the I gotta look up the the trophies list for this. I I can almost recite all of them from fucking memory. You, you, want, you, want, you want to go? <laughs> but, but uh, but no. The last ones I needed were team based. I there was one I needed to, uh, uh, qualify from a team game, uh, that goes into overtime. Uh, and the the one that ended up being my last trophy was qualify from a game with a score of one. Meaning that my team would have to win one to zero. And that one was a fucking bitch. Because do you know how hard it is to keep everyone from scoring? Like, uh, I, I, I expected the the mode I'd have to play to get this would be like a soccer mode. Where there's like two to four soccer balls on the field and each team's trying to score. The The ones that had four soccer balls, there was no goddamn hope. There's no goddamn hope that my team is the only one scoring once. But like yeah. every game, it would be like my team would score, and then I would be go- like goalie for both sides, trying to keep everyone from scoring. Like, please, for the <laughs> love of Christ, no one fucking score. But of course, there's no like in-game chat, so I can't communicate anything. Oh, there's no, I f- there's no V. Okay, yeah, there's only in-game chat if you're in like a party. I think. But even that's kind of shoddy it, sometimes. I haven't played since it was uh, PS Plus on PS4, like when it first came yeah. out. So well, if you I, played I, it on PS4, good fucking luck getting the trophies, dog. I I I don't think uh, I don't think about trophies or achievements. Shut the fuck up. I I just <laughs> uh, I've I, I've said this before over the history of the show. Um, I've only um, one thousand gamers scored one game. And that was Fifty Cent's "Blood on the Sand." Hell yeah! And Hell I, yeah. after pl- I played the shit out of it, and then I was like, "Yo, I'm really close to getting a thousand gamer score on this." And uh, I had to get um, like a certain like score. That game was like a score based shooter. Um, and my favorite part about that game is like you would get money. And you could like buy different guns and stuff like that. But you could also, uh, there was a taunt button and it was a dedicated swear button. And you could upgrade your <laughs> swears. <laughs> and, like, you fucking bitch! Look at the fucking bitch! Like, it was like, <laughs> that was my favorite part is a dedicated Amen. swear button. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at, um, there's 35 trophies. Yes. Um, let's see. I'm going to go down the list and I want to get your, um, your, uh, five second review of each trophy. Um, ultimate okay. f- ultimate fall guy. Acquire all of the trophies. Uh, I mean, obviously the last one. Yeah, uh, fall guy fashionista. Unlock fifty cosmetic items from the store. Ain't shit. Ain't shit. Shopping spree. Unlock ten cosmetic items from the store. It's the same thing. E- even more ain't shit. Uh, this one is you, snowflake. Equip your first cosmetic item. An easy as fuck. Why is the unlock 10 silver, but the equip is, why is that silver? Dude, I don't, I don't know. The trophies um, are fucked. Bargain bucket. Equip an uncommon, uncommon or better body color pattern, upper or lower costing piece. A lot of, a, a, basically all of them you've said so far can be unlocked at the same time. Okay. Mad trendy. <laughs> equip a rare or legendary. Uh, again, that's uh, one of those. You, you can, you can literally knock out like four trophies equipping like one outfit. Yeah. Um. Reach level ten fame during a season. 
pretty fucking easy. You you would literally have to be trying not to. All right. Uh, reach level 25. Uh, it takes a little more effort, but still not much if you actually play the fucking game. Level 40. Uh, slightly harder, I guess. Um, flawless victory. Qualify from a round without falling over even once. So what's like, is that the, the dolphin dive? The flying burrito? No, that, that means like... Uh, so if like if an object like a fl- like a flying object like a big like ball is in your path, it'll knock you over. Or, like uh, there there are times like if you're if you're like running next to other people, if you like bump into each other, sometimes it'll like throw you off balance and like uh, and that means like literally falling over. So like got it. that that one can be kind of tricky, I guess. But like you're inevitably gonna get it. Got it. Got it. That reminds me. Um, there was. Um, in Call of Duty Black Ops, the Nuketown map, uh, mm-hmm. you're you're a COD boy. You remember Nuketown? Yeah. Uh, whenever we were playing uh, TDM on there, and like you, you, there's two houses on a cul-de-sac, and mm-hmm. you start in the backyard. I had a perfect line up the stairs and out the front bedroom, and um, I could do like a a running dive from like the back end of the the bedroom. Uh, out the bedroom window into the cul-de-sac and the timing was always perfect that i'd be flying through the fucking air uh aim down sights like right as someone was coming around the bus and (laughs) they would not be expecting the flying burrito and uh that that's that circled um that circled the internet for a little bit i started teaching people to do the flying burrito line Uh, hell yeah semi-claim to fame legendary um uh, these are all dumb. Um, yeah, five, epi- m- five episodes in a row. That one is kind of tricky. That's one of the harder ones, but especially recently, the past couple months, I got it because uh, this season there's been like this like creator mode where like you can create your own courses and stuff. And so there have been courses that are like I don't know if they're necessarily like user made or if they're ones by the dev team that are just in the same sort of vein using this creator tool mm-hmm. but there are ones that like it's it, it's literally just like a course and like as long as you like qualify and you finish it that counts as a win so you literally just had to finish this one mode five times in a row so that that ended up being very easy but without those modes it can be hard but like i've said in previous episodes when i reverse boosted and created my second account i the technical I, term is smurfing yeah when i smurfed in fall guys smurfed all over my fall guys uh <laughs> i i almost got it then just because i it, i was playing against fucking infants <laughs> playing against infants um so I think the rest of these are just kind of, yeah. Reach terminal velocity, bump into. Yeah. So these look dumb. Yeah. Why was this so hard? Because the trophies are fucking bugged. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. If if you played Fall Guys PS4 and you now play on PS5, any trophies you earned on the PS4 version now on the PS5 version you can't earn on your same account because your account has already earned them. You're like Epic Games account. And you can't earn the same trophies twice on the same account. So you have to create a second Epic Games account to sign in on your PlayStation to then re-earn those trophies. So these, the issue has been that like I unlocked a bunch of these trophies fucking forever ago just playing the game. 
And now that I'm actually trying to get the trophies, I have to start over and get these trophies back. And these ones I got like the like the my last two were ones that were kind of tricky to get. And I got lucky. And now I have to actually with skill try to get them again. And dude, I ended up getting my last one where uh, it was qualified from a team game with a score of one. Uh, I ended up getting it on the tail tag mode where there's four teams and uh, there's like one or two tails per team when you start. And that, that, oh, that, that, that's just the, like the, 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 the furry game mode. Yeah. Yeah. But, Anthro- but yeah. Anthrocon. Yeah. <laughs> Anthrocon. But yeah, it like the, 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 the point of the mode is like you're trying to tag people with a tail and then you get their tail and the teams with the most tails qualify. So I strategically was trying to steal tails from my team to give to other teams. I would like literally run up to an enemy teams and like grab them being like fucking take it, take the goddamn thing. And I, then I would go and take another tail from my team and give it to someone else until eventually I, I only learned this on PSN profiles on the forums because I was going fucking insane. Uh, but I learned you can get it on that mode if you qualify from that mode with your team having a score of one, meaning another team got disqualified with zero. But then only to get the trophy to pop, you then have to get disqualified in round two. It only works if you get disqualified in round two. So if, if you qualify in round two, it do, it just doesn't unlock. So, huh. the, so round two then was like... Th- the three remaining teams are on this one where you're rolling up snowballs like each team starts at this like ramp going down to a a middle arena with these like snow tiles and you you guys push your snowball around the tiles collecting like snow until you you get a hundred percent and so i was a fucking asshole that <laughs> round because i was like fucking sorry guys but we're getting this fucking qualified I I did not let my team snowball and leave the ramp. Really? <laughs> what? I I kept pushing it up the ramp so we didn't get anything, and I I would not let it go down. I was, what if they were, What if they reported you for griefing? Huh? What if they reported you for griefing? I got the trophies. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ban me. Ban. Ban me. I dare you. Um. So I got a question for you. Do you dive into projects you are passionate about? <laughs> Are you are you really persistent? <laughs> no, not at all. <coughs> but, uh, but yeah, would a, I do, I, actually, would a beach vacation bore you because you'd prefer to explore? I don't think leaving your house is an I, option. I was literally telling you this via text the other day that like I can't do vacations because I have panic attacks because like I just I can't handle not working. But didn't you drive like five hundred miles to get a fucking dusty ass pillow? That was one day. Yeah. It wasn't even a whole day. I drove for five hours. Oh, all right. Well, five hours, 500 miles. Um, yeah. That was, I, so. Well, I, uh, I guess it was technically like seven and a half hours because it's two and a half hours each way. We drove back from Kansas City. Then I had to go back to Kansas uh, City to get my pillow. Then I came back home. I remember, this was a, a, a long time ago and Logan was fucking talking about it on Instagram live. And I was out watching this adventure, and I I downloaded 
a photo editing app on my phone, <laughs> took a screenshot and like photoshopped your face onto the my pillow guy. <laughs> yep, that was me. Yeah, and I was like, yo, like, dude. Backstory for anyone who hasn't heard, I bought well, my girlfriend. And I went on like a like a two day mini vacation to Kansas City. Uh, that's like the one of the closest like big cities for us. And uh, that's the closest Ikea to us. So, of course, anytime we're in Kansas City, like, we got to go to Ikea. I've never been in an Ikea. Ikeas are fucking tight. I've like, it's, never it's, been. It's very 500 days of summer. I get it. I mean, I, I, love, I love that movie. But no, Ikea is gen- it's genuinely fucking tight because it's just a whole bunch of neat shit. Five, what the f- 500 days of summer? Like that fucking hipster movie? Yes, I, I love that movie. Like, do, that do you ruins, not know what I'm talking about? That ruins relationships? No, that's yes. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah, that that, that that one that, that one that yeah. one rule. R- r- uh, I don't rem- I I don't know, dude. I probably blacked out watching Five Hundred Days of Summer. Summer is the one where the guy uh, gets really obsessed with Zoe Deschanel, and she's upfront and like, I don't want a relationship, and he breaks his own heart. Uh, and and yeah, at one point they're on a date in IKEA and they're fucking around, you know. But but yeah, so we, we went to IKEA. Uh, <laughs> quick, give me a fucking look. But uh. But yeah, we, we were at Ikea and like we were just walking by and I saw this pillow and like I am very particular about my pillow. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking at the fucking list. I can see it. <laughs> Interesting. But, but yeah, I've always been very fucking particular about my pillow. I had one of those crusty brown fucking guy pillows everyone memes up. That was fucking parchment paper. And I found this pillow that was fucking perfect and i bought this pillow at ikea and the next day i left it in the fucking hotel wait that was a brand new pillow it was brand i slept on it one time oh i paid so that... i paid like 50 dollars for this pillow oh. slept on it one time and left it in the hotel that okay so that is a key bit of information that i did not know i thought you were just like like this was your childhood pillow that you left no i have that pillow in the closet i replaced it with this pillow got it okay i <laughs> i i that okay so it's a, like but I don't, yeah it, it, but it was how a much brand gas new pillow. how much fucking gas did I you drive raise? a prius yeah but they lied on their their fucking uh epg ratings i don't give a shit <clears throat> so i mean it's lying to you how i drive a you... prius and it was like 2019 or something no it was more recent than that what was it? Yeah, it had it to It wasn't post pandemic, was it? It was during pandemic. Pan- during pandemic? Uh, I do I don't remember. Time's a flat circle. I that I don't is know. you need to come up with another catchphrase because you say that once every fucking episode. <laughs> do you, I say it once a day in real life. <laughs> Yo. Um I, 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 I don't remember what it's from exactly, but I remember I was like watching something or listening uh, to something recently. It's a uh, it, true detective, I think. Yeah, that's it. I was watching True Detective like a few months ago, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's where I got it!" <laughs> I um, uh, so Derek's not here, uh, obviously, because the show's desperately unhinged. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I say something, uh, what like I, I kind of say like really out of pocket stuff around Derek because he's so like you know straight edge, straight laced, like. Like, it, it, it's 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 extra funny yeah and <clears throat> one time we were at i mean probably at comic-con and it's hot san diego uh, i think it was an excessively humid 
summer and I was like, uh, and I had to go take a shower and I said like, all right, I got to go rinse a few things out. And <laughs> that stuck with him as like the most gutturally <laughs> disgusting thing. And like, I think I've said uh, like really just out of pocket shit to like, like get, get his, like get his goat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, uh, he brings it up so often. And I think I've said it a couple of times. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching Pluto TV. I was watching Mystery Science Theater Channel, mm-hmm. and one of my, and an episode that I I had recorded on uh, VHS, um, but that was a joke in the show, and I it just unlocked. <laughs> I was, it, just, <clears throat> it just clicked over, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's where I got that from." <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's wild when you like rediscover that thing and you're like, "Holy shit, I've based my personality around that sentence." It's funny cuz that and same I found it again. <laughs> that same episode uh cuz uh, if you're not familiar with MST3K, they like watch the shitty movies and then they have like the host segments which are like skits that there's like a narrative for the show. Mm-hmm. Um and th- this episode, uh, the movie was centered centered around time travel. It was called Time Chasers. And so the skits had like a time travel uh, spin to them. But without getting too lost in the weeds, the characters are in like a cheese factory in Wisconsin. And they're like sitting there like smoking on their break. And they're like, all right, well, time to get back to it. And the cheese won't cut itself. And that has stuck with my dad (laughs) since the 90s. And he says that to this day. So that, that same episode has entered the O'Hare family vernacular. Thank Two you, Mike. generations. Yeah, thank you, Mike Nelson. Um, <laughs> shouts out. Um, do you have a quirky sense of humor? I've got a question for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> yeah. um, do you wish people would just get to the point and hate small talk? It gives me fucking anxiety. <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. Are you a night owl? Um, it's literally twelve twenty six a.m. right now. Holy shit! Are you serious? God, fucking! I don't know, man. Time zones, flat circles, geometry. Yep, time's a flat circle. <laughs> t- t- uh, t- time's a fucking <laughs> equilateral triangle. <laughs> oh, pick, pick, pick two corners. So yeah, you got the <laughs> you, you got the platinum on Fall Guys. Did you delete the the game? No, I haven't. Uh, just because like it is something my friends and I will play from time to time. Now I can just actually like have fun. damn damn all right well yeah that's platinum number 11 baby really yeah damn there we go man so now we can go back to enjoying a game and i'm i'm back to playing fucking dragon ball z kakarot how's that going man i I genuinely fucking love this game i gotta Uh, get that I do I do have some grievances yeah. uh, that I wrote down on a sticky note because I, I was like, I can't remember. I've said basically only good things about this game on the show. And I, I got I gotta give the unbiased take. There are some 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 bad points. Uh the the number one being voice acting. I most of the voices are correct. If they're not the actual voice actors from Dragon Ball Z, it's th- they're doing damn good jobs. But there are some that are objectively bad. This game is $120? What? What the fuck? This is the Kakarot Legendary Edition? Why is this 100 and... No, $130. My, 
Well, let me no, tell you. 120. Let me tell you, my friend bought a copy from GameStop recently for ten dollars. So damn. I mean, I'm looking at Steam right now. I'm thinking I, oh. uh, if I should throw this on my Steam Deck. Uh, I mean, if if you get the fucking base game for like twenty dollars on sale, yeah, it's sixty dollars on Steam right now. What's the summer sale not going on still? It's summer's over, man. It's fucking a hundred degrees. You're telling me summer's over. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know, dude. Like weather. What's the temperature there there in old Alaska land? Um, Is it it like seventy five or something? Nah, dude. We haven't had a summer. It's been like torrential rain. I gotta. Uh, let's see um 63 degrees fahrenheit oh my god that sounds fucking incredible it's it's not it's pretty nice it's humid though it's moist it's humid here too i'm used to that oh yeah do you have cicadas there do you have like that anime like fall the the neon genesis evangelion (laughs) it's funny we literally went to target the other day and some were like making noise in 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 a and uh, Finn, our well, not 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 my biological son, but 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 my six year old son, uh, he he was asking us like about about the sound. I was like, "What? You've never seen Neon Genesis Evangelion?" And, and <laughs> of course, asked, he you you asked a, like a barely how old is he again? Like he's six. just yeah, he's just, <laughs> he just out of like six. he's just out of toddler range. And he asked yeah. if he if he saw a like mentally destroying show from the nineties. Yeah, it's it's funny because I know he doesn't get it. What the fuck? See, I, 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 uh, um, I, I, I couldn't get into Ava. Like it just wasn't my jam. But I, um, I have a core memory of watching uh, Tenchi Moyo and hearing that noise in that show. Mm-hmm. So whenever I hear that, I think of Tenchi Moyo, Muyo, Moyo, Poyo, something Poyo. like that. Poyo Poyo. Yeah, no, I have the same thing except I hear it and I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a giant diamond attack the earth now gotcha gotcha um i, I love evangelion just i want to say that right now yeah i need to watch it like so what are your grievances besides the voice acting oh yeah i totally forgot i was saying that so yeah the voice acting gohan's voice actor is not correct Why? and uh i don't know maybe they died or something i don't know uh I, there's no factual basis to that i have no idea uh i i just know their voice actor in every stage of life is not correct uh kid gohan that is not his fucking voice frieza that's not his fucking voice now has Um, the correct voice actor been in content after this game's release i don't think so because i recently started watching dragon ball super as well and i've also noticed voices are not correct in that too and like i i get it let's fuck it's, it's like it's whatever but it's it's been decades since they recorded DBZ. Yeah, I so, I know. I get it. But like Frieza's voice is fucking iconic. Is it you, not the same person? No, I don't I don't think so. I actually just looked up Frieza's voice actor cuz I've also been watching Yu Yu Hakusho again. Hell yeah. And I realized that that uh the fucking Genkai is also the voice of Frieza. I so <clears throat> um Yu Hakusho released a trading card game, and um, uh, back when I played competitive Yu-Gi-Oh, it came out. And mm-hmm. dude, I hopped on this this game, and it was basically. Uh, do you remember the like the grand tournament from like the- Linda Young voiced Genkai and Frieza? Got it. Got it. 
I gotta um look at the list of VOs from uh Trunks Go Ten Man. Uh so yeah, uh but uh you hacker show like uh card game was like the grand tournament, so you had like different fighters and stuff. But mm-hmm. I played dude, I was fucking good at that. Like do you hockey show is fucking incredible anecdote anecdote all right but i'm trying to consult the the book of knowledge on what what the fuck so so the guy who does vegeta did piccolo he does both huh uh this could, that, I mean, that this... reminds me uh the person who voices sasuke in naruto did some like uh like filler voiceover for the last of us factions and so i remember like i i was fucking obsessed with that uh went for like for a while and and my friend and i were 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 playing one time and we hear this familiar voice just like get down we're like holy (laughs) shit was that sasuke that was fucking sasuke (laughs) that's funny so i mean i'm trying to do research on the fly but uh the guy who did Gohan in Kakarot, uh, he, man, he played a lot of animals in Yuhu the Rescue. What the fuck, man, dude? Voice actors get fucking weird jobs. For real. <clears throat> um, it looks like he's the video game Gohan. <clears throat> I mean, it in, wouldn't surprise me, he was but he's fighter- not the anime Gohan. He's in Fighters Z. Uh... Uh, he was no, no Dragon Ball Super. His son Gohan. Uh, I, I mean, he, yeah, he might be the voice in Super, but that's not Gohan's voice. We're going, we're going fucking back. Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. He was Gohan. We're going that, back. That, that's still Super era. Is, uh, all right, we're going to the bottom of this fucking list. Uh, when did Dragon Ball Z come out? He, he was, he was Gohan and Tenkaichi. Uh, he was in Raging Blast 2010. Damn, Tenkaichi Tag Team? I don't know, man. I think your ears might be playing tricks on you. I um, I would bet my net worth that that is not the correct voice actor. Ooh. If it is, they are not doing the right fucking voice. Dude, I'm going back. 2004, Budokai 3? Budokai Ooh. 3 is still not Dragon Ball Z from the 90s. Ooh, um, mm, 1996, Dragon Ball Z, Son Gohan, older. Mm. Older is different. What's with older the Older is not child. Okay, so I, I was doing research on the wrong entity. I guess, I don't know. Well, what? I just finished the Cell Saga. So I've been hearing Gohan as a child, and that is not fucking Gohan. So wait, what's the difference between future Sun Gohan and just Sun Gohan? Um, future Sun Gohan is probably the Trunks movie. No, this is uh, Kakarot. Oh, I don't fucking know. Okay, so Colleen Clickenbeard is the voice of Sun Gohan. Let's con- let's see what she's known for. Um, we're going to go to the bottom of the list. All right, we're going to the bottom I'm, of the list. I'm reading that she was the voice of Son Gohan in Dragon Ball Z Kai. Ooh. Kai uh, was the remake. Uh, whoa, at, whoa, what is this? 
Ford? What the fuck is Ford? What the fuck, man? This website sucks. Um, she, uh, what is, what the fuck is, oh, she was, man, this, okay, so whatever website I'm on, uh, behindthevoiceactors.com has Sun Gohan in a commercial for Ford Motors. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so she was, uh, she was Sun Goku in Dragon Ball Curse of the Blood Rubies in 1995. Uh no, she was not Sun Gohan uh in the 90s show. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Uh interesting. Oh shit, that's playing through my laptop. <laughs> interesting. So, um I'm going to look at Dragon Ball Z. Uh Dad? Can you hear that? That's yeah. Stephanie Nadol Nadolnoy Nadolny. She Wait, listen, did. Listen. <laughs> Yo, that <laughs> that fucking vinegar squirt was supposed to like peak a meter. This is the most unhinged episode of the Dude. podcast. I'm playing fucking Dragon Ball Z Kakarot cutscene audio. Dude, okay, all right, I'll, I'll concede. <laughs> they, the, the, okay, there's two voice, a- vactor, voice actors, uh, Stephanie Nadolny and then Colleen Clickenbeard. So she did not do the original Gohan. Uh, so sorry, dog. Okay. I, apology accepted. Um, but that that's not the only voice. Uh, like I said, I just finished the Android saga. Android 19's voice was comically wrong. Which one's nineteen again? Uh, the the big fat one with the white face. Ah, uh, do you remember his his voice is high pitch as fuck? Yeah, it's like Majin Buu esque, but even higher. And like at least in the Dragon Ball Z, I remember it had like a robotic effect on it too. Uh, because he's a fucking android. Okay. Uh, he only has a couple lines where he says something in the game, but it's clearly just someone like. Oh, high pitch voice. It's like it's not even fucking close. And the, like, like I said, the Frieza voice actor's fucking wrong. Frieza's one of my favorite characters, so I'm gonna notice that. And like, it's not, it's not the end of the world, you know. Wrong voices, it's fine, but it bothers me. What's Andro- and- Android nineteen thousand? Android nineteen thousand. Yeah, what is this? Huh. What the fuck is this? Why is this on dragonball.fandom.com? Yeah, this what looks... the fuck is this? Oh, it's from Dragon Ball Online. Oh, man. Okay. All right. We're I don't know away. what the fuck that is. I'm getting off topic. So, like, but, it's... but yeah, the, the only other thing I wrote down to talk about that isn't necessarily great is something I just thought was fucking hilarious. Uh, so, I've mentioned in the past, like, community board features where, like, you assign people to like community boards that affect your stats and stuff and like how much experience you can take away. Well, uh, I recently got Shenron, the eternal dragon as a character I can put on the community board. Not, not a playable character. No, not a playable character. Just someone to like, uh, like a care. It's, it's like a character you've interacted with enough that you can now place on the community board. Got it. Do you ever play Uh, that, that, that fighting game, uh, Mugen or Mugen? 
No, I haven't. So it was a it's a it's a two D um like fighting game with flat sprites, but it was um I think it's just called the Mugen Engine. But it was just a free fighting game engine that has been on the internet since the nineties. And people can design and put in any character. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm pretty sure I've seen Shenron as a playable character. Shenron fighting um uh Peter Griffin is uh, I <laughs> yeah. guarantee that's a video canon. on the internet. Yes, that's canon. But 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 yeah in, anyway, the community thing. I got Shenron as like a character I can add to community boards. And each each character on the board has like stat meters where it's like they have their like Z warrior level or they're like cooking level. They're they're like god level. And it like you get those up by giving these characters like gifts that you get where it's like you you can get like sacred martial arts texts or something and it gets their like training level up it and uh but there's uh uh fucking fucking master roshi's community board is the like adult board yo he needs some fucking porno mags literally that that's what that's what it is uh so when i got shenron as like a community character I can now give Shenron porno mags to increase his adult level. And I, and I, what made me laugh out loud was the concept of I'm giving Shenron a nice apron so he can learn how to cook better. (laughs) And I'm teaching the eternal dragon how to cook ramen. Yo. And and you're giving him fucking um, like a fur affinity, like subscription. Damn. Damn. Um on the topic of porno mags, are you familiar with that uh uh hentai manga called Metamorphosis? I'm only familiar with the like f- what's it like Francis Kafka's Metamorphosis of the guy who turns <laughs> oh. into a beetle. Ah, ah. <laughs> That's the only metamorphosis <laughs> I know. I was like, did Francis Kafka <laughs> make hentai? <laughs> Nope that, no. that 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 that's a deep cut from the last college course I was in when I dropped out. Yo, I want to see some Kafka s hentai. <laughs> well, a dude turns into a beetle. We're halfway there. Well, Plenty yo. of images of the beetle in a bed. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um. Yeah, well, is that even the correct name? Yeah, Uh, it's the Metamorphosis, I think. Yeah, Franz Um, Kafka, not Francis. Francis. Oh, um, uh, there's, but there's a a famous hentai manga. It's called Metamorphosis, and it's turned into a meme. Uh, It's like, I think the story. I haven't read it. I will. I will one hundred percent say I've not read it. I've read many hentai mangas in my life, but I've not read this one. But the story is like a girl like goes to school and starts dating like a bad guy and he gets her addicted to drugs and she becomes a prostitute for fucking drugs and she kills herself at the end. It's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it became a meme because of like how fucked up it is. Um, and like lately it's like coming into like the popular culture zeitgeist um or like i've seen cosplayers dress up as the girl from the first panel like in her like outfit uh and there's a company called faku are you familiar with faku i'm i'm not 
they uh it's like just a weeb company run by weebs for weebs by weebs but they do like like risque stuff um and they released like a large format paperback version of uh damn don't man faku.net just fucking straight up titties on the front page i thought they were a little more reserved than that holy shit uh <laughs> for weebs by weebs yo um but yeah they straight up released like a large format paperback of the book and i was like man that's a little bit like i don't know cliche but um, yeah you know for 12.95 you can get a uh, tight fit welcome to the hole in the wall dwelling damn uh yo you can get Yo, you want to get some Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball porno? Is this is this legit? What is this? I'm sorry. What is this? Uh I I have seen like memes going around. I don't think this is actually real. There's love, this image that that circulates of like supposedly an official Akira Toriyama like drawing of Goku like fondling Chi-Chi's boobs. And like people say, like, no, this is like a canon thing. Akira Toriyama drew it, and like he, it, I'm pretty sure I've read he actually didn't, but it's like it's close enough that it's like it kind of passes for it. Got it. Well, uh, Love Triangle Z uh, is a parody uh, hentai. So, uh, but uh, I don't see so how you can turn an anime where they beat the fuck out of each other into fucking hentai. Yeah, man, you kind of miss the point of the show then. This is straight up a porno company. I thought they were a clothing company. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> man, this is a straight up smut mag. Hell yeah. Dude, I hope they're at Comic-Con. Well, that's um, what I'm giving Shenron. <laughs> Yo, uh, dude, they got an Android mobile app. 14 day free trial. You want to read it? Um, uh, I mean, I got better things to do for sure. <laughs> <laughs> man, um. So, do you value honesty highly and d- detest hypocrisy? Um, I do frequently rant about the fucking hypocrisy of the U.S. government. So, mm, yeah, interesting. I guess. Interesting. Um, damn, this has been a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, what have I been playing? <laughs> Wait, oh, we're gonna finish your Dragon Ball. Uh, um, I mean, I, I basically summed it up. The only, you know, the last thing I, I have to say is like, I think this is a good point, but some people might think it's a bad point. Is that the fighting is ultra simple? Uh, like any fights that aren't like story fights where the enemies are actually like powerful, any of the like random mobs you encounter. There have been times I'll literally be in a battle and I'll be holding my phone with my left hand to check Instagram or something controller in my right just hitting square 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 and like i i win the fight it's like it it can be ultra simple i like that because i'm dog shit at fighting games but some people might not like that you know damn uh are you a creative problem solver i guess that's a way of explaining that (laughs) um the the problem being my short attention span i guess (laughs) interesting and have you so there is a uh, it's it's funny on the topic of like adhd fucking playing this game and shit it's funny because i'll i'll be fucking 
on my laptop watching Dragon Ball Super while I'm playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on my TV with my phone in my left hand. Literally three different screens going at once while I'm playing this game. Any surprise, I have ADHD. Holy shit. So, um, God, there is an Indian... Fuck. It's, I don't know if, if you would call it a religion... I can't remember the name of it. Uh, oh, is this it? I got, uh, Vipassana. Let me uh, search. Bing. Vampire sauna? <laughs> Vipassana. Uh, yeah. I think this is it. Yeah. Vipassana meditation. Uh, so it is like a. It's a Buddhist thing that comes from like, I, I think it comes from like India explicitly, but it's 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 a retreat. Uh, it's just, it's completely, uh, free, uh, and you go to it for two weeks. They feed well, if it's you a Buddhist thing. I'd hope it's fucking free. Um, but, uh, but you go to it, uh, and they, they feed you, they, they, you know, they have stuff for you to do. Um, but for two weeks, you cannot talk. Okay. You are two weeks in total silence. You can't. I, I don't even think you can write. Uh, no electronics. Uh, you have candles. Okay, now we're now we're getting to controversial territory. Yeah. No electronics. Um, yeah. No. No. Not like like, bro. I have a speech impediment. You you think not talking is an issue for me? Like that, that's I that's ideal situation. Okay. I've uh, but I've heard some amazing things about it. Of like like the first couple of days, you're like withdrawing and not talking and you're like going nuts um but uh it is a meditation practice to achieve peace of mind and live a happy productive life um i i will pay i will i will i will pay your bills uh so for for two weeks so you can go and do this you don't you don't have a job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when i gain employment <laughs> i will save and then like uh, just just subscribe to the to the hentai magazine because i promise <laughs> i ain't completing it i uh well, that'll be a waste of fucking money dog um but uh maybe i Man, maybe now that I'm not employed, I should go do this. That's interesting. Uh, the closest one is in Washington in a place called On Alaska. Interesting. That's a sign. What the fuck is On Alaska? How, how is it in Washington if it's On Alaska? That don't oh, make no goddamn sense. God, I'm a fucking idiot. It's not Washington, Wisconsin. <laughs> That, that makes even less sense. Why? Why is Wisconsin there a- is even further away from Alaska? On a wow, what is this? Go to cityofonalaska.com. I need you to. This is giving me like, like just just the like the city website. God, this is like, this is giving me uncanny valley vibes for some reason. This is weird. What about it? It's just like, I don't know. Just seeing that like city hall where it says on Alaska, I feel like it, it feels like a fake city hall building in like vice city or something yeah it does have that vibe 
but that's uh, that's also funny. It, 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 it radiates the energy of an AI that was like, <laughs> we, we we need a city name, uh, yeah, on Alaska. There's a there's a city in Alaska called Un Alaska. Damn, that's that's like the the the, the fucking <laughs> the Bizarro version. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I have grievances. I have a Linux yeah. grievance. Um, I I turned on my computer and was booting into Linux. And I was gonna play. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna play? What's that fucking? What's that game? That is like uh that it's like a spiritual successor to that other game. What's it called? Just came out. I need some more information. <laughs> I need a noun or something. Uh in, in, in adjective even. <laughs> uh shooting monsters. Um Um Callisto Protocol. <laughs> oh. Fuck. See, I was thinking you said like spiritual successor, I was like Bloodstained ritual of the night. I don't know. Um. So I wanted to play that, and I was met with like, like this warning. It's like you are in you are you are in emergency Linux mode. Uh, you can't go further. Uh, here's uh, typing your password to diagnose the problem. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how to diagnose anything from the terminal in Linux. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, like. Like I, I was like, "Fuck, this is ruined." And I, I like, I downloaded the ISO, and like, I was, uh, um, since Nobara is a fork uh, or a spinoff of Fedora, um, I need to hold on. I need to open the door. My cat. Ow! <laughs> Dumb bastard! <laughs> he came sprinting into my room, ran right into my leg, turned around and <laughs> ran out. He was clawing at the door. Jesus! What? The- Come here, buddy. I'm sorry. So, um, since it's a uh, Nobara is a uh, version of Fedora Linux, my lady, and I, <laughs> I read that you can just take the boot CD, so to, or the boot drive, and then repair it. And so, there, I'll do that. Well, not a Nobara. You can't. And I was ready to fucking purge the disk and just start over. I was like, ah, oh, dude, I got like getting Linux. Like just the way I want it was such an ordeal. It was like the first time getting like Windows just the yeah, way I, I wanted. I so I didn't want to do that, and I wanted to to diagnose the problem. And I found one Stack Exchange post where someone ran into it, and he said, "Like, why does this happen whenever I plug in hard drives?" And I was like, "Oh, this is a hard drive thing." Okay, and then I remembered, oh. I formatted one of my spinning disk hard drives in Windows recently because the recycle bin had corrupted and I couldn't well I, I couldn't change the ownership of the drive. And I was like, that must have changed the UUID of the disk. The UU Hakusho ID. Yeah, the UU Hakusho ID of the disk. So your boy deduced that I had to go into the FS tab remove that hard drive from an automatic mount option, and I fixed the Linux on my own. Shouts out. Damn. MVP. There we go. And then I did not... Brain big as fuck over there. And then I did not proceed to play Callisto Protocol. But <laughs> I did install Warhammer 40k Mechanicus on 
my Steam Deck. And um, I had really hyped that game up in my head. And um, I don't think it's a Shane game. <laughs> um, which which one is that? It's one of the, the 40,000 games of these of the fucking four- games. So Mechanicus, the story is you are... Um, is that before or after fucking Darth Vader? I, don't, I can't fucking tell. Oh, way after Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> so the Mechanicus uh, is a... You you play as the Adeptus Mechanicus, a ah uh, uh, fucking Doctor Seuss over there. Yeah, uh, a group of I don't know tech priests. They oh no, they are tech priests. Yeah, a group of tech priests in the Imperium of Man that uh, are basically like the Spanish Inquisition, where they go in and I guess you could call them Templars, um, where you can they go in and investigate so- shit. I just want to cut you off real quick for this one comment. I remember when I tried to play Destiny a long time ago, and uh, I loaded up the game, and it, people just kept saying words to me. <laughs> and uh, I eventually quit the game, partly because there was nonstop fucking sci-fi babble, and I didn't <laughs> understand a goddamn word of it. I'm having PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> The fucking Templars and Mechanicus in the in the in the in the fucking round table of 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 the, of the universe. Like, oh my god! Here's a fucking item that makes you max level. Uh, I don't have enough time to explain why I don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah. Which is like the greatest bit of writing in Destiny that I've ever. Damn! <laughs> they brought that. I, I, if anyone's played Destiny One and not Destiny Two, and the famous, I don't have enough time to even explain why I don't have enough time. Uh, they brought that character back and like a very recent expansion in Destiny 2, like a decade later. Like, damn. Like, okay. <laughs> you left that character disappeared <laughs> for a very long time. <clears throat> uh so you're the Adeptus Mechanicus, which is a like basically these guys go into um uh investigate weird shit that happens and they investigate uh so they're uh, so they're the zach bagans of ghost adventures uh yes of, of but Warhammer. they are they are employed by the church and if they find anything relating to aliens or in the universe are called xenos they have to destroy it and not let it get out okay mm. um so the game is a turn-based strategy game kind of like XCOM. Um, mm. and there's a lot of like cool mechanics about like having to, um, like your character has control points and moves that let it do, let your character do like extra, um, do extra attacks and, and all this stuff. Um, I, I realize it's not, it's not a shame game because there's a lot of like yeah. deep cut customization. <laughs> and I, pa- I panic when I'm like, man, I don't. Like they give you a character tree where you can just give your guy different skills and weapons. And I'm like, and normally you have like one or two or maybe three like tech trees. Like, okay, your character, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, like in the division, your character can be like an engineer or a medic or like, uh, an assault dude. That's pretty much it. There are eight 
there are eight skill trees and you can min max on multiple skill trees. And then also there's multiple um, weapon slots and equipment slots and like all this shit. And so, so, so there's literally like 15,000 different variations. Of, yes. Of shit and then you, you have, <laughs> you have multiple tech priests that you have to manage and you only have so much money that you can get. And the story of the game is you're on a planet where another tech priest died. And then you find out the Necron, uh, are, or which is a, a faction of like space Egyptians, like Egyptian space skeletons, um, that are ah. like they're coming out of uh, like hibernation and they're robots too, which is like why is ro- <laughs> like this sounds <laughs> like you're making it up on the spot, <laughs> dude. And so it's like, like yeah, there's there's they're space Egyptians, <laughs> but they're, they're robots too. They're, I forgot to mention <laughs> that, they're robots and uh, they're thousands of years old. They're older than the Imperium <laughs> of Man, um, but they come from Mars. But we're not sure why. Um, and I mean, the mechanics of the game are cool, but there's just so much customization. And I just, I look at it and I'm like, damn, dude, like there's a lot to juggle here. And like another part of the game. Um, so you go on these missions and, um, it reminds me of, there's a board game from in the 40 K universe called space Hulk, which is like a standalone board game where your terminators damn <laughs> i'm talking and i'm like i sound like a fucking dork it reminds you you had you had that moment you became self-aware <laughs> yes um but it's a standalone board game where your uh space marine terminators on a space hulk which is like an abandoned ship that's been like lost for hundreds of years and you gotta go explore and there's aliens on there but Mechanicus reminds me of that where you're going from room to room. But in this game, there's these story events and like multiple choice options where like your group will go to a room, but there's no like enemies in that room. But you have like, we found an obelisk. What do you want us to do with it? And you have to juggle like going, you have all these advisors. Like there's an advisor that's purely like do the mission, like, do the mission as fast as possible. And then there's another advisor that's like completely by the book. And he quotes the codex, Aka, the Bible. And he's like, Oh, uh, something three sixteen. Uh, do not follow Xenos technology. Destroy it at all means. And then you have another tech priest uh, or another advisor. That's like, mm, we should expand our knowledge and become more powerful so we can kill aliens better. Um, so, you come across like an obelisk, ancient space robot Egyptian <laughs> obelisk, and it's like, well, what do you want to do with it? Destroy it, leave it, or study it? And then you have all these advisors that are like telling you what to do. So at, at that, I'm like, okay, um, well, um, uh, I I don't know, like maybe we should we should do this, and it's nothing feels like the right option because <laughs> everybody will complain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also get in trouble. I, I, I've heard that you can get in trouble from like the other tech priests uh, for like collecting alien technology, which is completely like no, like illegal. And like even like AI is illegal. So if you get anything that could be considered AI, like you're going to the gulag or the gallows. And um, so I go through the tutorial and I get to the end where the, there's the big fight at the end. And um you you 
you have two hero tech priests that are your playable characters, and you can also spawn in um, uh, what are they called? Sakari, which are like tech priest, like diet tech priests. <laughs> Um, they're still like mostly human that haven't changed their body into <laughs> fully robots, but they're not robots cause they have a brain, like a human brain, <laughs> but they, they worship the machine spirit because all machines have a spirit <laughs> and you pray to the machine spirit to make your machine go better. <laughs> so these are like not quite fully robot with humans and they're like, you can like spawn them in. Uh, during a battle or before a battle, they have, and they're literally like cannon fodder. Like, go, like the tech priests can't die. If they die, you lose. Uh, oh, that's another thing. Like, I panic if I get a tech priest that's super kitted out and he dies, and I gotta fucking recruit another one. I'm like, D- this is like, this is why I didn't like XCOM. Like, way too stressed out. I, I and I don't know why I like. Do you, are you, do you remember that game, This War of Mine? I remember the name. I never played it though. It, it I love that game, but it was like, oh, dude, when your people got sick in the night and they're dying, like, uh, like too much resource management. Like, I was like, nah, dude. Like this, this feels like Sim City at this point. <laughs> um, but at the end, it was like, oh, there's there's a fucking Necron dude waking up, and like, here are our options. And one of them was like, stay and fight or like survive to capture it or something. I'm like, oh, we'll fucking kill the guy and take his corpse and study it. And I clicked that option. And then one of my advisors is like, I think you severely overestimate our combat efficiency. And I was like, oh, great. (laughs) Awesome. And yes, that fight turned into i had to survive for six rounds it turned into six rounds of running my tech priest <laughs> around the map for this like giant necron fucking walking tank sparrow dude and like i got done with that and i saved the game and i'm like i don't think i'm gonna play this anymore i don't <laughs> think this is a shame game like i i didn't pay any money for it i had some counter-strike cases that i sold on the steam market and i bought it with that because I thought it was going to be really cool, but it is too stressful. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't, it's not a shame game. I don't like it. I'm going to try well, now to play you it know. on the plane. I might play it on the plane, but um, I downloaded and installed every quote, great on Steam Deck game. And uh, uh, a lot of them just work, which is dope. Like um, I downloaded Mirror's Edge. And that just fucking worked. Hmm. Interesting. Like it just, just worked. Like sp- the first Space Marine game, which is uh, who made that? I think the com- like the companies don't exist anymore. I think it was a, a THQ game. The THQ kind of exists now. Um, aren't, aren't they like Embracer Group now, basically? Uh, no, it's THQ Nordic. They're on their own, right? Right. Maybe I'm I, I th- maybe like a lot of their IP and studios or something got bought by Embracer Group or something. Oh, it is Embracer Group. Damn. I mean, Damn, Embracer Group owns sucks. fucking everything. That sucks. What else do they own? Let's see. Bro, you want to get in that rabbit hole? They own a fuckload of shit. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Amplifier Games invest. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. So, all right. I'm going to finish my mother thought 
there's just a lot of games that just work. I was surprised that Mirror's Edge just worked. The original mm-hmm. Space Marine One just worked. I have Jet Set Radio on on my on Steam. Hell and, yeah! Oh, here's another grievance. The they'll have a green check mark like certified great on deck. You're good to go. And then they have a yellow check mark. It's like it works, but there's some caveats. And I think they need to. And then there's like like does not work. And then there's a we haven't tested it option. Um, mm-hmm. I think they need to add another. Another like it works. There's some caveats, but it's not. It's not really a caveat. I feel like the yellow check mark is way too vague, because <laughs> I've seen like the most common one that I've seen is like, yeah, the game works fine. It's perfect. Has full controller support. There's nothing wrong. There's no glitches. You might have to use the on-screen keyboard to enter some text. And I feel like that's not like a big like. That's not a big flag. And yeah. so there, there was like Jet Set Radio had the yellow check mark, and it was like, eh, some font might be hard to read on a small screen. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, damn, they like, like it, it checked all the other, like literally that was the only one like, eh, stuff's kind of fuzzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but that just just worked. Um, so shouts out Valve for. Being fucking dope with their proton, uh, their proton dingus. Uh, damn, Embracer Group owns everything. Holy shit! Damn, they own THQ Nordic and the Saber Group. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Damn, they're both making. Um, uh, THQ Nordic and Saber are collabing uh, to make a uh, Space Marine two. Which is interesting, huh? Damn, they own Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, they, dude, they they have an absurd amount of shit. They they bought fucking limited run games. Interesting. Fucking no Gex. We didn't talk about fucking Gex. <laughs> dude, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> Yo, um, limited run games is fucking bringing the Gex trilogy back. Yeah, I'm I'm torn. I mean, not only Gex, Tomba. Yes, t- uh, yeah, Tomba. Motherfucking Tomba. Which is a PC Engine game, right? Uh, P- Turbo- P- PS1. I don't, Tur- I, don't, I don't know. Turbo Graphics, right? I, PS1. Uh, uh, hold on, Tomba. Definitely PS1. I'm telling you, it's PS1. Mm. P- the, 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 Tomba and, uh, and the sequel. Yes, both. it is. It is. It is. It is. All right. I was thinking of something Damn, else. Damn, should have listened to me. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to microwave you, you fucking dork. <laughs> I deserve it. Yeah. But but yeah, no. I'm hyped as shit for Tomba and Gex, but I'm torn. One I mean I mean but every reason's be, because of limited run games. I I love the mission behind limited run games, but I don't really fuck with limited run games. Uh <laughs> that is a fact, Jack. Yeah, like between the fact that like if I order these physicals, it's going to be like 6 years until I get them. Uh, that kind of sucks. And didn't they um, have a thing like, hey, we sold out of physical copies, but then they sell them at conventions. Their physical like, store and shit, yeah. Yeah, and they're like hyperinflated. Like, yeah. I have... I they have they willingly let people buy fucking like 700 copies of things so they can scalp <laughs> them, but it's like, oh, sorry, we can't make sure you get any. Um, I have a friend uh, who works in the industry. Um, 
I'm not going to say who it is, and I'm not going to say who they work for, um, but they were at PAX East, and my friend went to Limited Run Games to buy a couple games, and I saw that they had shit that I was trying to buy, um, like the Blade Runner for the Switch, Mm -hmm. uh, that has been sold out to Zach. They had like a fucking crate of them, and I'm like... Everything on their website is like like this is number one fifty. This is number twenty four. Like you buy like a numbered version of the game. Mm-hmm. And I had a fucking box of it. I was like, damn. Like I love what they're what they're doing because that's one of my favorite games of all time. But I was like, damn. I'm not gonna. Uh, I can't support that. I can't support yeah. that. I'm gonna buy it on GOG, which I already do, and that game is awesome. Yeah, it, it's fucking annoying. And like the fact, the the this the artificial scarcity thing and taking an eternity to ship things thing is one thing, but like I also like just don't want to support limited run games because I don't remember I I, I I don't know if you remember the whole like Carolyn debacle from a few months ago. Oh, they fired. Their, their community manager be, well, because she just expressed that she was excited for Hogwarts Legacy and some random like no that. avatar Twitter account went through and found like seven year old tweets of hers to bring up to get her fired Dude, and limited that, run games just fired her. That just on a was whim. it. Okay. So I, I had that story fed to me that they, they fired her cause she was a Republican. I mean, basically, same fucking thing. Yeah, uh, but uh, that, I mean, I hate politics, and I hate all of our political parties, and they're all Mm -hmm. disastrously evil for the world and the planet, Um, but, I mean, being fired for being a Republican or a Democrat, I was like, I mean, that's shitty, but whatever. But be it's like, like, so, like I'll, I'll preface this by saying I hate Republicans as much as the next guy, but it's not <laughs> fucking illegal. No, no. You can't be fucking fired for being a Republican. No, <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> and like, but that's how the story was fed to me, which granted, yeah. I follow a lot of like, I don't know how I how my 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 personal Twitter account got so I, I have to get so, so fucking sanitized. Like it's like the algo on my personal Twitter is ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll get shit like fucking Ben Shapiro will show up and like Steven Crowder will show up and like that ilk, which mm-hmm. they're both like fucking grifters. Like Steven Crowder is a failed stand-up comedian from Canada that decided to come to Texas and grift the, the Republicans mm-hmm. um, because dumb republicans uh like someone who talks fast and uh he'll take their money like join the mug club give me 65 dollars we'll give you a mug and then you like blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then ben shapiro is a failed hollywood screenwriter that washed out of hollywood and was like hmm i'm gonna grift the republicans Mm -hmm. so um which which is to say there isn't democrat grifters out there oh yeah there absolutely are but they just like because i i like because i like guns and shit like that um and like free speech absolutism 
those assholes show up on my feed. So the whole like limited yeah. run games thing was fed to me as a, de- a Republican fired by the radical left. And I'm like, oh, and I mean, okay. and, and that and that's how everyone that wanted her fired tried to play it out too. like, oh, she's all right. She's a fucking Nazi. And it's like she literally just thought Hogwarts legacy <clears throat> looked cool. That's what she was fired for. Holy shit. And, and like it's not it's not just that. It's also like she'd been their community manager for like years or something like that. And the fact that they just limited her on games just on a whim was just like, oh, this is slightly controversial for us. Uh, you're fired. <sighs> that's it's like, wow. So you, she really just meant nothing to you guys, huh? That's yeah. So like that, like I, I had followed them on social media and like that story came out. And then there was a lot of people which uh, there's there's a subset of the alt-right called the anime right. And they're like far-right people that are really into anime. <laughs> um, Interesting. And my favorite grifter uh, of the right and the conservative is Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, because he will fucking jump. And, but I, I like him because he's he's funny. He's actually funny, um, but he'll jump like he jumped what, on the. Was he on the Alex Jones show with Kanye? No, or was he that, like associated with that? Yes, he was associated with Kanye, but because Milo is a terrible person and grifter, he tried to blackmail Kanye. Oh, okay, <laughs> and okay. Then got I knew fired. he was involved in that in some way. Yeah, yes, he was involved in, in that some way. Um, but like. I, I think I do own one of Milo's books. So if anyone from Milo's Telegram hears that, like, chill out. Okay. I think I, I bought, <laughs> yeah. I, I bought his, I bought his book on how bad the Catholic church is diabolical. Um, so like he was sexually assaulted by like a priest. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Catholic church is not good. Uh, the modern Catholic church, apparently. Uh, and also just on that note, I, I know you, you didn't say that as, as a like serious, like I own one of his books, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's okay to own a book written by a, a shitty person. Like that, that's oh, also fine. Um, yeah, hold on. I'm, <laughs> uh, let me, <laughs> hold on. Yo, this is wild. Like just the books. The books in my room that are within arm's reach. Um, I'm gonna hold it up, and I want you to read it to the uh, the the group. Um, the Hitchhiker's Trilogy by Douglas Adams. Oh, yeah, so this is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Three books. Mm-hmm. Um, Berserk Deluxe Edition. Yeah, and any any anybody knows uh, Berserk by Kentaro Miura. So. Uh, <laughs> on the topic of berserk uh i always thought that like big ass book you have was like all of berserk no i didn't realize there's like fucking 37 of those or something yeah it's a 700 page like hardback like and that's just part one yeah that, no that's that's i think it's like 50 chapters that's from fucking insane yeah <clears throat> um the next book that is within arm's reach um uh, it's by Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, Beyond Order, twelve more rules for life. Yeah, and I have the first one over there as well. <clears throat> and then uh, the last e- book. Even on on that that note, yes, Jordan Peterson's a shit person, but like 
he's interesting. And as his, uh, like, I'll be completely transparent. Like his 12 rules for life are a, like a good framework. Like, yeah. it's, like take, take what, he, what a lunatic is on social media. Like his whole thing about like, there can't be anonymity online. I'm like, Dude, you are so microwave right now, but <laughs> his actual like 12 rules are like, like, you know, yeah like there's a fucking there's a fucking reason he's written multiple fucking books that have sold incredibly well like uh skrillex likes him so and skrillex is a fucking genius so yeah skrillex also worked with blade so i think that means something what did blade do who's blade blady you know with two yeah blady it should be pronounced blady uh but uh but yeah on the last skrillex album um uh real real spring i think is, is what it's called he's on that song He's got, he's got the like high pitched like Scandinavian voice. Is Blady like a rapist? Uh, no, I think he's just a white guy. <laughs> that, that, okay, I I don't mean that as as a like oh what why like that's literally the only way I know how to describe Blade. He's some white guy. Okay, that, all that, right. That that's literally as in depth as I can go. Got it. And then the last book <laughs> that is within reach. Uh, technological slavery by theodore john you're gonna have to help tell me with that one I, my <laughs> yeah. dyslexic brain blacks that word out theodore john kaczynski kaczynski i never would have got that <laughs> i i literally get three three letters in and i just i forget what i'm doing do you know who theodore john kaczynski is i don't oh man you should look him up right now I won't remember the name long enough to look it up. Uh, just just type in ch- type in Theodore K. Theodore K. Yeah, do that. Theodore K. And just Google oh, that. I see. I'm not used to his name being Theodore. Yeah. Um, so if you uh, said in- if you said Ted Kaczynski, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I have a, I have a stack of books. Good old um, UB. Yeah, so I have a stack of books. Um, uh, one of them uh, from a very questionable person, um, uh, and another one that uh, I would consider is not a questionable person, but uh, is completely vilified online. Which he is a lunatic online. Another one, Berserk. Uh, we, which we, is- we we won't we, we won't uh, go into who goes into what category. That's up for interpretation. Yes, another one, which is. Uh, a really weird rape fantasy, and then uh, um, uh, Hitchhiker's cla- Guide for the Galaxy. Sure as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then a classic sci-fi novel. Um, Berserk. So, um, but back on the topic of right-wing grifters, Milo Yiannopoulos. I do own his uh, his book, and I think I like. He he had another book of like called How to Be Poor, which was like just a real funny like fucked up way of like being poor. Um, but he's my favorite right wing grifter because it's so obvious how he jumps from t- like topic to topic. Oh just, yeah, just to get money. Like he um, hopped onto the anime right and like was totally like huge in the anime, and then he hopped onto the furry community, made a fursona pick. Like I think he was a snow leopard, um, and then he he became straight cause he was gay and married. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now he's straight, but I don't buy it. I do not buy it. <laughs> he was very gay. Like 
very gay and married and very in love with his husband. Um, Can you I, imagine standing for literally nothing like that? Can can oh, you imagine? Can you imagine your life being fucking meaningless like that, dude? It's like it. He makes <laughs> so much money, but can can like, can you can you imagine the mindset of not being for anything? You don't uh, give a shit about anything you're saying. Um, no, that's that, genuinely a yeah. Challenge. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Trying to like. Like I, I commend him for being able to even fucking do that because you, you mention the wrong fucking political action of some insane person that exists now and you'll throw me on a diatribe of fucking rage. I cannot even conceive being so fucking middle of the road that you can go with fucking anything, whatever makes you money. I can't even conceive that. You no, know, that's a very like salient way to like it's so put- hollow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like money. And like I remember like I was like in like 20 like back when Milo was still on social media. Um like I was like deep cut into Milo Yiannopoulos. Um like so much so like people around like all my like, anchorage alaska friends like knew i was like like a big milo fan um and uh he he knew a f- uh a friend of a friend of mine and he would visit alaska and like one time he was visiting and my facebook blew up like yo i saw milo walking down 4th avenue you need <laughs> you need to find him and i was like this is my only chance. And so like I reached out to the, to the friend who reached out Mm -hmm. to the friend of a friend and hooked up a meetup. And I got, I got to meet Milo. I got to meet Milo's fiance at the time. Um, I was hungover (laughs) as fuck. So this is like, tells you how long ago it was. And, um, I'm tall. I'm six one. Milo is much taller than me. And his husband (laughs) is much taller than him. And I met him. I was like, damn, you tall. (laughs) Um, and, uh, but it was um but he yeah he's uh like his i think his he started working for an evangelical like news group out of florida and he was grifting hard on that i don't think he works with them anymore and then he was grifting kanye but he he tried to blackmail him and Kanye at the time was completely unhinged. I think he's still unhinged, but he was really unhinged. And yeah, Kanye he's just, just slightly less unhinged now. Yeah. So Kanye just fired him straight up. And then who's the other guy? Nick Fuentes was the guy. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Milo is definitely like, I think his last big product, like he did an audio, a book on tape uh, where he read the book of Psalms from the Bible. <laughs> And sold it to this evangelical news group out of Florida. And I think he lives in L.A. now. Like, dude. But, yeah, he's so hollow. Watching him, like, jump from, like, person, like, thing to thing to thing to yeah. thing to make money. And I'm like, damn, that is so, like. It's, it's like, th- 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 this might be a shitty outlook for life. But there are some things that, like, other people do that I look at. And I'm like, at least I'm not as bad as that. Right. And and that's one of the things like 
I might not be the greatest, you know, but at least I fucking have conviction in anything. <laughs> yeah. At, at least I'm not a fucking shell of a person who will say whatever the fuck for a dollar. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I'm still like following him on telegram. Um, damn. Uh, hold on. He, Oh my god. Um he posted a tweet to all fuck dude. Like he's still on the furry thing, I guess. Uh to all uh to all the Catholic furries out there, vor counts as meat eating. Unless your partner has a fish sona, no vor on Fridays. <laughs> the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Want to talk about fucking an audiobook of Psalms? None of those words are in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Um, um, But uh, it looks like um, uh, it, it looks like Milo got a cat named Helen. Saved her from the inside of a car engine. So Milo has a cat now. So I guess he's not the worst person on earth. No. Um, <laughs> so there you go. That's him playing with his cat. Um, yeah, at, le- at least he's not a psychopath that stomps on kittens or something. Or a dog I, I, mean, I mean, shit, offer him 10 bucks and he might. <laughs> you know what? He He's like a less douchey logan paul yeah that that's accurate yeah um yeah what were we talking about before (laughs) video games this is a video game show yeah um on the topic of video games a thing i did actually want to talk about that i've been excited to talk about uh we were talking about limited run games (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i i said basically everything i I, want to say about the person got fired from the yeah yeah I, and it's like I'm not I'm not trying to say like fucking it's it's their will that anyone boycott I don't, I don't know what what she wants I don't I don't know what she if, if she cares that much my understanding is that she's she's like is friends with people who work there and like there's there's no like bad will. blood yeah but but I, it's still a shitty thing that like I I don't really want to support that and like it kind of goes back to my rant from a few episodes ago about like no fucking ethical consumption under capitalism type shit where it's like i am so excited for these old games to be released on modern systems but like there's there's no way for me to commit to all of my passions where it's like i can get these games and support them but if i get it physically like i'd prefer it's with limited run games yeah. or I can compromise my morals and get it digitally. But then I'm not standing for my stance on physical. And it's like, I, I can't win either way. That and that's is, annoying. That is, that is my conundrum. Um, uh, like when I read uh, Theodore Kaczynski's book, technological slavery and about how bad technology is. Um, mm-hmm. And then at the same time, uh, like, I will like lose my shit when a new Wi-Fi standard comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um so I'm I understand. 
Um, yeah, it, it's it it just it frustrates me in the fact I can't do anything about it. Like me not buying that game isn't going to do anything. All all it'll do is like make my life slightly worse because I I don't get to enjoy this thing. I'm I'm gonna get Gex. I loved uh, yeah Gex. I'm Gex gonna enter the gecko. I'm gonna inevitably fucking get these things. It's just, am I gonna fucking bite the bullet and get it digitally, or bite the bullet and wait six years for it physically? You know. Um. Y- yes. Um. But if if you're okay with with moving on from that, the oh, thing no, I, the, I've that was um that was my, I, I was gonna um. Because they're finally releasing plumbers don't wear ties, um, yes, which is yes, supposed to come are. out years ago. Um, but um, uh, they have a lot of extra content, like a lot of like interviews with people mm-hmm. about the game, um, and then uh, like AVGN like blew that game up when he when he went to play it. Um, but uh, it's something that like like Gex. It's definitely like of its time. Yeah. And there's a lot <clears throat> like I explicitly remember like because the whole point of like Gex Enter the Gecko, uh, like he's going into different TV channels, which mm-hmm. are like different like movies or genres. And I remember the like like the Bruce Lee or like Jackie Chan, or, like the Chinese like Shaw Brothers cinema level. Like there's a lot of like Chinaman dialogue from Gex, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yo, what are they gonna do?" About and it's like, that? if it ain't shit like that, it's like blatant misogynistic shit that also oh. won't fly and stuff. And like that, the, the yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Like I'm, and I just searched like Gex trilogy because the first Gex game is like a 2D side scroller. It's like yeah, like the other one's like way different. And the fucking top top news item from a website called Oh my God. I'm going to read the headline and I'm going to read you the outlet that it's from. And I oh, want you joy. to hear, and I want you to hear about maybe this is a little hypocritical. Um, Gex was great, but the re-release needs to fix the dodgy dialogue, which was something that crossed my mind. I'm like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. well, people are going to probably hate him doing the, the stereotypical Chinaman voice. Um, mm-hmm. But also like leave it. And there was also like really weird like references that I don't think, people in 2023 are going to get but like i didn't get in the 90s but that headline is from a website called dual shockers (laughs) and um if your uh media outlet is a pun on uh finger blasting someone's anus (laughs) and and vagina (laughs) i think you might need to reevaluate your moral compass Yep. Um, that, that that is the state of video game journalism. And and shit like that is kind of why I wanted to start memory card and doing like reviews and shit of games because it's like so much of games media now is shit like that where it's like um here's a bunch of reasons why Stray the cat game is racist. It's like, how about you guys just fucking play a game and have fun? Jesus. Like, if if, if you hate games that fucking much, you, you don't have to do this. I'm, you can I, literally do anything else. I am just scrolling over 
this article and uh, uh, they're not even talking about a whole, they don't even talk about like the racist um, accent. They're talking about Which like, means they probably didn't even play the game. Yeah. Um, they, they said Gex would get a bit dicey with his dialogue. A little, a little tongue now, a little tail later. Um, uh, oh, they do talk about uh, ancient. He says, ah, ancient Chinese level and a stereotypical Chinese accent. Probably, probably won't fly today. But they're talking about like sex stuff. He has like dicey language. Nice robe, Mister Heifer uh, Hefner. I'm lost in Dick Dale's colon. Um, f- first of all, make it a Dick Dale reference in the '90s. I didn't know who Dick Dale was until. <laughs> fucking i played one of his songs in a rock band (laughs) (laughs) so interesting so i i I wonder if if there's going to be like some disclaimer at the beginning of the game it's like this is a game of its time because you can't change it see i think that is a really slippery slope so i um Really, because I I think that would be the most middle of the road way to do it. It's like, hey, we're acknowledging this shit might not be acceptable by today's standards, but we're not going to we're not going to fucking like we're not we're not going to like retcon history. Okay, you're right. So maybe slippery slope is a a wrong term. Um, I I was going to say like Warner Brothers. Revisionist history. That's the term I was just thinking. Yes. um, Warner Brothers puts a. Uh, a label in front of their dicier cartoons from like the 30s and the 40s which is which is good like hey um there's some racist shit in here but it was common back then uh Mm -hmm. chill out uh whereas like disney just tries to ignore it like Mm -hmm. uh song of the south like zippity doodah was like an amazing fucking song that i sung as a kid apparently i never fucking (laughs) ceases to exist now it just doesn't exist yep. um but uh i are is is the the 90s that far away where you can say this is a video game of its time when like warner brothers put that warning out in the 40s like jim crow like before mlk and like jim crow Whereas the nineties like are just oh man, I don't know. Like maybe I'm just feeling old, but Yeah, I I think it's just feeling old because it's like, yeah, the nineties doesn't feel like it's that far away, but I mean that was what five console generations. Oh god fuck. So fuck. so it's like like I I think that would be the the cleanest way they could do it. Because, like, if, if they do pull some revisionist history shit and change dialogue and stuff, that's going to ruin the experience. Yes. It's like, like, Gex wasn't, Gex isn't still highly regarded because of its gameplay. <laughs> it's it's remembered because it had dicey dialogue. Yes. And, like, it, it like that was, that was the point. So and it's it like funny. If, if you were to censor that, it's, and... It would just it would ruin the game, but also it's like it like it like the whole idea of like revisionist history is so shitty because it's like 
the way forward isn't acting like that didn't happen. Like, yes, yes. Like, yes, the developers might not be proud of fucking Ching Chong accent shit, but yeah. like the the way forward isn't acting like it never happened. The way forward is acknowledging, hey, that we understand now that was offensive. I um I want and, and, to... and it's like if like I I I hate revisionist history too because it it implies that everyone's always been perfect and it, and it, and it like it, it it gives this false narrative to future generations especially with with the state of the internet being forever like you and I are of the last generation where like our childhoods don't exist yes yes like it is terrifying to me. I remember cringy shit I did as a kid, and the idea that that just existed forever—you can't escape it. That's insane to me. Oh, that's what you mean by like your childhood d- doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It, like I have memories of shit, but that's as far. There's no proof. I I could tell <laughs> stories of cringy shit I did, but like there's no proof. But like this idea of like revisionist history and like changing this stuff, it implies to future generations that like. If you say something wrong once, you're fucked. You are <laughs> fucked and your life is ruined. There's mm-hmm. no coming back from that. And, and yes. look, we, we didn't because you can't prove it. <laughs> that is, and, it, and that's, that's fucking insane. That's why, um, that's why I uh, used a service called tweetdelete.net um, and I paid like the dollar to upload your Twitter data and it would fucking purge it. Cause I guarantee you when I got my Twitter account in like 2006, there's some shit back there that would be like, dude, I I've talked about this with, with my friends, like plenty. Like I remember when I was in high school 10 years ago, not that long ago, like saying the N word has never been like cool, but it was different back then. Like nerdy white kids, could say the n-word and it was like clearly ironic in not a ill intent way and like it it was a different world and so it's like yes i admit i've gone through and deleted tweets where i had the n-word in it not because i was calling someone the n-word as an insult it was it was a thing that was like as in edgy 14 year old nerdy fucking white kid making game boy chiptune music (laughs) <laughs> it was it was just an ironic thing we did yeah and like that the the fact that that era exists is is like purged from the internet and i get it it wasn't okay none of us are trying to say no we didn't do anything wrong but like there's a difference between doing something wrong and doing something stupid with no ill intent and that, like that line doesn't exist anymore that is that is absolutely correct. Uh, and I agree with that a hundred percent that it reminds me of. So, um, obviously I'm a huge fucking, uh, mega 64, like fanboy. Um, something like their, their first DVD came out in 2003, maybe 2004. It's pretty mm-hmm. old, pretty old. Um, and they would, um, uh, and you know, they they started it right out of high school, and then they started doing podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in high school, and they, um, their, 
they would use the F slur a lot as mm-hmm. we all did. And I, we all did. And I, anyone over the age of 20 has absolutely used the, the F slur in absurd amount. Yes. Yes. Abs- 100%. And I, I don't think I've ever used it with malice. It's always like, what are you doing? F slur. Like, come on, bro. F slur. Like, dude, I, I, I grew up on call of duty. All right. Yeah. Um, so there is uh, oh, 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 real, real, real quick. When, when I was talking, I was thinking like there, like if, if, if you even go back to like comedy movies from like the late nineties and the one that always comes to mind is fucking idiocracy. There's one yes. scene where like this, the doctor or something is like, okay, my N words. <laughs> yes. And it's like, it was just as a casual thing because at that point there was nuance where like it, it's clearly inferred this isn't a racist thing. It, it's something that's supposed to be funny with how absurd it is. And like that, that doesn't exist anymore. But, but yeah, go on. Um, and so they would use F slurs a lot, like on their podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in their, what they call the, like their uh, public access, where they actually had their show with their narrative, they've had three quote unquote seasons and then they made a movie. Um, and one of my favorite, and it's, it's just so, it's so like, like blatant and out of left field. And with how like vicious and sharp this line was spoken, uh, and just like the absurdity of everything around it in, in episode four of their season two, it's like, just the story goes like off the rails and to the narrative of, the mega 64 show is basically mystery science theater. Like there's people Mm -hmm. that are being held captive and they have to play shitty video games. Um, But the whole thing is the guy has a console called the mega 64 where they put helmets on and they're downloaded into the game. And that's the like narrative explanation for their public acts, their skits, like skits Mm -hmm. in public, like, like you're going to, you're going to play California games. And then like there's guys, uh, then they're dressed up in like nineties day glow, like mm-hmm. fitness clothes, like rollerblading into into people. It's like shit like that. Yeah. But the the episode episode four, um, and I think of the commentary, they they said that they wrote it and directed it. They wanted to, it to feel like an episode of Batman the animated series. Mm-hmm. And it's very much like that. A lot of noir stuff and just like it's just wild. But the last shot is everybody together. Like the bad guys, the good guys, everyone having like like a like 1980s like end of end of episode like everyone's laughing like ha 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 mm-hmm. and then um, everyone stops. There's a pregnant pause, and then the asshole character on the show, Marcus, who's the puppet, who is like a like just a bad person, he goes mm-hmm. ha ha, and it's just silence. And he goes f slur, and that it's just out of nowhere. And there's like like nothing else that uh, edgy in the episode, and I don't think there's anything that like that edgy in the the rest of the series. Um, that mm-hmm. character, I like, like just says like crazy stuff, and it's that line cracks me up so much because it comes like so out of left field, and it's like why? Like it's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because the, the context makes it funny. Yes. 
out like yeah anything out of context completely loses its meaning and it's like yes the headline that says mega 64 in ends episode with f slur that sounds bad but if you acknowledge the context you realize oh this is this is absurdist yes yes exactly but my one of like i think one of my few only like negative critiques of them is that they have gone to great lengths to hyper sanitize their past Mm -hmm. um and so they're they haven't re-released that season on dvd uh in a very long time i think it's like 20 2010 they released a special edition where it was Mm -hmm. all three seasons on blu-ray and that was the last time and they haven't reprinted that blu-ray um and um uh they uh remastered that season put it on patreon and they beeped out that line and i was like mm-hmm. hmm, interesting like they didn't beep out other words but they chose to beep that one out mm-hmm. um and they're doing like a like another special edition of everything that's coming out later this year and they said it was going to be the patreon versions and i'm like mm, all right like i still have I have three other copies of that season and like that joke still lives in my head. And, Mm -hmm. but they've also, they've had, uh, they have a famous story that they told on the podcast that got animated by, um, shit. I can't remember his name, hot diggity demon. And, um, uh, there's somebody uses the F slur that cartoon and any clip of that has been just, sanitized like they do dmca takedowns like i moderate mm-hmm. the subreddit and anytime that clip comes up like i feel an obligation to fucking take it down um mm-hmm. and, and it's like i don't blame them at, at all no because no, 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 it's, no, no, no. it's literally just covering their ass yes because yes. they on they understand the gravity of how how seriously people can take that now yes and they they They've done yeah. a really, really good job, but like, again, I'm a free speech absolutist. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. And I gar- guarantee it, knowing some of the, the, the newer fans of Mega64, um, if they saw that episode, like, d- what? <laughs> it would be like, like an ender um, mm-hmm. f- for them. So I think, because I, I wonder what they're going to do with Gex. Like, I just wonder what they're going to do with Gex. Yeah. Like I just, I would really just, what a thing that would make me feel much better about supporting limited run games is if they did draw a line in the sand and they're like, we are releasing this game as it's originally made. Yes, and, and I like, would love that. Like, if if they came out and 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 said, "We stand by this game for what it is," we that isn't us saying that we support every single line and every single word of the game. We support the game as art, which is what we should be doing because it's art. Exactly. It is not up to limited run games or any port company to to retroactively decide what the developers intended or or what they would have done it is is their job bringing this game to modern systems to 
supply us with the game. And it, it should be up for the individual to take that as they will. You can look at it from a 90s perspective and consider the nuance, or you can look at it with the with the fucking wokest ass fucking perspective and and demonize it if you want. But like context matters. And I just I wish some company would fucking stand up for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Context matters. And there's a phrase like don't um, God, what is it? Don't uh, don't apply modern day ethics to somebody from 250 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, everyone's uh, like George Washington had slaves. Fucking terrible person. Fuck them hate george washington it's like it's like oh yeah that that one aspect that was totally normal then completely undoes every every, every good thing he ever did huh yeah and i like i wish i had like omnipotent power where i can um uh snapshot these people and in 30 years be like remember when you said this <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that's like, and that's what that's what these people with fucking Car- carolyn are trying to do like I, I I looked it up to like double check myself, and I guess like some of the more quote unquote controversial shit she did was uh seven years ago on Twitter expressing discomfort on predatory men using trans rights in order to harass women, as in like she 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 doesn't like the idea of predatory men posing as a trans woman to assault women in bathrooms and shit. And which I, and it's like which I I, I I say I'm not a woman I can't speak for women but I feel like that's a pretty reasonable concern that isn't saying that she demonizes trans people that it's, there's gonna be bad people using that to like yeah. do bad stuff which I uh, I saw a, a news report which I think it was I think it was in the Washington Post. Uh, which is a fairly like left of center magazine, mm-hmm. but they did like an expose th- uh, in like wa- uh, in Seattle prisons that there is like a huge number in the uptick of um, male inmates transitioning and being transferred to all female prisons. And then mm-hmm. like sexual assaults have gone through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like a thousand percent. And like, okay, well, you have like literally prisoners who are in like supermax, who are like the worst of the worst, who obviously have a damaged moral compass and are just bad people. You don't mm-hmm. think they're going to see like, man, I'm in prison for raping people. I haven't done that in a while. Oh, here's an ability for me to do that again. Yeah. F- fucking why not? So. It's like, 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 yeah, just acknowledging that there's shitty people who who will abuse anything does that isn't saying trans people are bad. That's just I I take that statement she she said as a completely like like self interest thing that her as a woman would genuinely think about. And it's and, it like and seven years ago when it comes into like the like the modern discourse for that subject, 
a lot has changed. The, the conversation on trans rights has changed drastically Dramat- in seven dramatically, years. Like dramatically. And yeah. I wonder if she even has the same opinion. Uh, yeah. Because you like, know, p- people can change. Like exactly. Uh, opinions can change. People can grow. <laughs> like, which, which again is my point that revisionist history deletes that people can can grow as people. Yeah. Like I like look and, at this and, podcast. And, and, and it's like I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like like I like I don't know how long you've been listening, um, but I was fucking unhinged on this podcast like a long time ago. Um mm-hmm. I was and, I was and that's why I think shit like this podcast is so fucking cool. I uh, see I especially being in like a parental position now. I I I catch myself thinking of things like this more, but it's like when I see shit like this and how like a young kid who discovers this podcast could look at it and like see 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 you from like seven years ago, and and then see the growth you've had. I see that as fucking awesome. Well, thank because, you. Like I I I like I see that as like some impressionable kid's opportunity to see that like. It's okay if I fuck up and I can come back from that. I can grow as a person and revisionist history deletes that. And so it, it implies this pressure on, on young people who have, who rightfully so haven't figured shit out yet. And it, it, it gives him this pressure that like, you have to be perfect right now forever or you're going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like, like shit, shit like personal growth should be inspiring to people and damn. it's demonized. <laughs> damn. Damn. I mean, that's damn. That's fucking right, dog. Damn. Um, it's, it's, it's like, it's, like I said, it, it might be because like I, I watch over a child. So I, I look at things from this perspective, like how, how does his impressionable brain interpret things? And, and it's like, I catch myself thinking of things like that more. And it's like, it, it's fucking frustrating. And, 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 and uh, going back to my no ethical consumption thing, it's like, and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I can't fucking do anything about it. Because <laughs> no matter what, people like this fucking purple tinker who got this woman fired from her job. Uh, that's the person who got Carolyn fired. Purple, purple tinker. That sounds like a slur, <laughs> right? But you purple pe- pe- tinker. People like that have so much fucking power to destroy lives without the responsibility of har- harboring any positive change. Because Which, like, what what was the goal? What, what was the fucking goal here? I get the the like vague like blanket statement of like, oh, it's for trans rights, but it's like she wasn't a fucking enemy. <laughs> exactly like there are actual fucking people you should be worried about <laughs> and carolyn the community manager of limited run games is not the enemy Shh. fucking like... vote <laughs> look at any fucking politician dog it's not uh... limited run games that's the problem oh that is... but but these people miss the forest for the trees and and they think because I ruined one person's life, I made a difference. That is, um, fuck. That is, uh, sorry. I just had 
I hate fucking Linux. I'm giving up on it. Like <laughs> I'm fucking done with it. Like, dude, the way you describe using Linux is like how I describe like, I mean, as you know, I recently quit Twitter because the whole rate limit shit. It's like the app told me I don't want you using me anymore. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Linux is doing to you. It's like, I don't want you using me. No, and dude. You, you just keep saying, no, I'm going to use you. I'm, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you, Linux. <sighs> and I was just like, Twitter doesn't want me to use it anymore. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, like, it was doing stuff in the background. <sighs> I hate Linux. <laughs> I hate but, it. But <clears throat> it, it, if, broke, if, it broke in such a catastrophic way that, like, like I'm going to have to go back and just wipe it and reinstall it. <laughs> that's insane dude it's like windows you, xp <laughs> linux is like windows XP. Of a saint dude ah oh, man it's but, but, no, but, but like uh, back to the like there's other people to worry about there's um uh a twitter account and also an instagram account that i follow called uh, unusual whales and they follow they're an investing commentator and they follow the oh yeah flow. i know of that account they follow the flows of politicians like mm-hmm. on both sides of the aisle like and they'll post updates like alert this politician just bought six million dollars worth of an energy company oh and he sits on this ch- board of decision makers around the uh, the topic of energy and it's like hmm. mm-hmm. like you don't think like you don't think they have a little bit of a biased <laughs> interest there yeah or like a heads up like yeah when, or, um, or yeah insider trading like when Nancy Pelosi's husband bought all that shares of Nvidia before they put out the Chips Act. Yep. <laughs> and they made 41 million dollars on that. <clears throat> Crazy luck. Dude, yeah, Crazy roll the luck. dice like yeah. So why what well, yeah, I wonder what that limited run games gal's doing now. I see the last I heard from her uh I, as some people I know, I am a huge Sacred Symbols fan. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Sacred Symbols and like in all, like all, all, all them. Uh, I I've been listening to Sacred Symbols religiously and and like everything from 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 like from like every Last Stand media show. I I I wholeheartedly support Colin Moriarty. He he's another like quote unquote controversial figure because he 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 made one sarcastic joke about women on Twitter one time and got canceled. Uh, but but like. I, I know after that happened, like they, they made a point to invite her on and get her story. And that's like where most of my understanding from this comes from is directly from her. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it, it, yeah. It, it's not like I, I read like a Twitter thread about it. Like I literally listened to the victim of this situation, tell her story. And like, I feel my conviction for that. Something that fucking Milo <laughs> doesn't fucking have. I feel my <laughs> conviction for this story. Because hey, Milo likes cats now. All right. Oh uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But, but yeah, it's like I, I like last I heard, like she she told her story, and like yeah, I don't remember the episode like clearly, but I remember like the the takeaway I had from it that like that was a shitty thing for the company to do. That was incredibly short sighted. Uh, but 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 yeah, like I I don't know. It really soured my taste of, of limited run games in general. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you remember, like, I, I, like, half as a joke, like, would tweet, like, limited run games hire me challenge. Because it's like, <laughs> I designed fucking game covers, and they exclusively put out physical games and shit. Like, 
Didn't 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 you apply for a job there? I think I did, but I didn't like very actively pursue it. No, because he was. F- fuck you. That was my fault. <laughs> they they had a job listing on LinkedIn, and I was like, yeah. "You need to fucking apply." Um, and like, and I think I filled out like an application and stuff, and no, sent you, it, but like, I never followed up on it or anything. Your your resume, uh, was absolutely fucking gorgeous, but it was the worst resume I've ever seen in my life because you sent them a fucking PNG <laughs> of your artwork, and I was like, "Yeah, Dude, this is this is gorgeous," but no, like HR lady is gonna like. HR person. Uh no HR lady is gonna see that and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna scan this QR code. <laughs> right, yeah, no. From and a stranger. Like, I get that completely. But like I honestly like I kind of I don't wanna give myself some like foresight, like uh sh- shit like, oh yeah, it was it's intentional. But like I I I do honestly kind of think that my negligence with that is kind of intentional because it's like if you if you take the time to look at my shit, I am more than qualified. This, I, I, I don't have, like, the, like, paper qualifications. I don't have a degree. I don't have certificates or anything. But if you look at what I do, I'm qualified. Exactly. And, Which and I, need like, to tell, I need to tell the people that are hiring me that they call my high school. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, by no means am I saying that this is the correct way to get hired because clearly it's not. Yeah. But, but it's, like, it, it's kind of just, like, the punk rock in me that it's, like, Look, I know how this system goes, and I know that I'm qualified, but I'm not going to jump through your stupid fucking hoops to get yeah. this job. Either you recognize my talent or you don't. Which I can respect that. That's very – um, I it, 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 like I, I, I very much have this like I'm going to succeed on my terms, and you can either accept that or not, but I'm going to do it on my terms. Which is, which is like the most punk rock thing ever. Uh, and I wish more people had that attitude. Like I, a, a meme that I spout regularly is punk rock died when Gigi Allen died. <laughs> and, um, like modern day punkers that, and this just might be like boomer Shane, uh, mm-hmm. coming out, but I've, whenever I like punk rock was always dangerous, like vile, mm-hmm like yeah. super counterculture and when there's these people now they're like pseudo punk rockers that try to it's a really weird thing like they judge you and say you're not punk rock if you don't follow their guidelines this, like, this list of rules yeah and i'm like dude, yo it's, dude it's so <laughs> ironic how the purest way of being punk rock now is to like be a fucking conservative <laughs> Like, yo, I said that to my buddy like a year ago. And he's like, fuck you. What are you talking about? And I was like, yo, dude, to be like, punk rock, I don't think was ever intended to last this long and through this kind of political change to where like n- n- now like to to truly be punk rock and be counterculture being punk rock and being punk is a trend now. Yeah. And so the only way to not be punk at heart is to not do that. <laughs> exactly. It's like Ex- the most the most punk thing you can do is to fucking go on Instagram and be like, I'm a fucking accountant. <laughs> and Dude. it's like it's it's fucking contradictory, but it at 
its core is very punk. I think uh, like I don't want to be a fucking influencer. I want to be a fucking bean counter, dude. But that is so like on point. I think another thing that just put the nail in the coffin when it came to punk rock was um, and like I'm going to, I'm going to lay it all out there. All right, and be with what you think, but the the hysteria uh from everybody uh around the pandemic and how they said like oh my opinion irrespective of their opinion my opinion is 100 percent correct and mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't like and i'm talking about everybody the people that were super like it's like the like the pandemic it's fine doesn't matter don't close don't close anything be exactly the same and if you have any uh, any stance like different than this you're a fucking nazi and then there's the other side that was like this is dangerous we need to shut everything down we need to be super safe and if you don't follow my ideas you're a nazi and i've never seen two like two polar opposites calling each other the same thing like you're a nazi and, no you're like that yeah. spider-man meme like no you're not yeah and like i remember um uh, how to say this without okay so do you know who like you have to know who tom morello is tom morello i know the name how rage against the machines guy. oh yeah 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 he um he is so utterly washed that mm-hmm. i like all the, all their songs are about hating the fucking system and they're they're playing fucking bonnaroo yeah, yeah, and <laughs> there was there was a, a a cringy video of like hardcore Trumpers. Oh yeah, like yep. like playing "fuck you, I won't do what you tell me." And then Tom Morello goes on Twitter and goes, "Um, that song wasn't written for uh Trumpers. You you're missing the point." And I just was like, "Wait a second. Like, and I'll, I'll be honest, like back in 2016, I was a fucking hardcore Trumper. Not anymore. All right. I got sober. Yeah. Um, but uh, that being said, like Donald Trump lost the election. Tom Morello, your team is in power. Your team mm-hmm. is the system, is the You're, machine. Yeah. You are not counterculture anymore. You are not counterculture Technically speaking, the fucking you are the machine you are raging against. Yes, and like <laughs> it's just, and also like he has a like a master class on like how to play guitar, and it is the fucking dopiest shit ever. Like, there's a clip that goes around the internet of him like, yo, if you want a cool guitar sound, do this, where he takes the jack out of his guitar, and the other end is still plugged into the amp. And he's like tapping it on his hand to create the the feedback noise because mm-hmm. like it's it's grounding on him and it's like music and you could and it's like a it's like a five thousand dollar masterclass <laughs> and there's a clip of him like playing his fucking palm and I'm like dude you are the fucking machine yep Jesus Christ Tom Morello you are like so how, how many washed. songs did you write about people selling out like how many how many <laughs> albums do they put out. Fucking a lot. They they did. 
I gotta look it up. Discography. I'm, it, it was a lot, right? They've been a band for fucking forever. Uh, how many albums do you think they put out? I would guess eight. Is that your final answer? Sure. I, I, I'm I not a huge Rage Against the Machine fan, so I, I have no factual I, basis for that. I would have thought you were correct. They put out four. Huh. They put out four, and the last one they put out was in 2000. Damn. Like, I don't even... Like, so, I remember... so, yeah, they, they, they definitely stand by uh, the messages they were writing 23 years ago, huh? Dude, like... They're, 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 I forgot this was their album cover. The first um, studio album by Rage Against the Machines, self-titled album, the cover art is uh, of a Buddhist monk lighting himself on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, dude, like, I guarantee it, like, nowadays, you'd be like, Hmm. I th- like no seeing Tom Morello's discourse. Like, hmm. I think those uh, self-immolating monks were uh, part of the problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like Jesus. Uh, so yeah, fuck limited run games. But yeah, I, I want to play Clock Tower. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking insane. But but no, uh, uh, th- uh, the the main thing I want to talk about two and a half hours into the show uh, <laughs> that I've been excited to talk about is. I thought it was so ironic the day that Microsoft won the the court case about their merger, like getting through the like uh, the like like, oh, like yeah. FTC shit or whatever. The day that it was announced that they won that court case, the Video Game History Foundation put out the article about how like twelve percent of games released before twenty ten are commercially available right now. Oh and, yeah, yeah, eighty percent of games like are are lost yeah just lo- lost to time because there's no reasonable way to acquire these games that is legal yeah i that's... thought it was so fucking ironic those two things came out the same day because i know i know this is very in character for me as the playstation guy on this show who's been very outspoken against game pass the entire show but the the way to fix that problem is definitely going to be a subscription service, huh? <laughs> that they can willy nilly, yeah. At the drop of a hat, Microsoft can just decide when you can and can't play these games anymore. Which um, one f- like feature of the Xbox ecosystem that I have to praise is there's a good majority of titles you can go get the original Xbox disc put it in your series X mm-hmm. and it will download the game and you can play it. They, they did have a notable backwards compatibility push, but they have since halted that and they, they are not doing it. anymore. Yeah. They, They're they stopped doing that. No, they are, they are not doing anymore. I, I would have to look up exactly when they stopped. I want to say it was like in the last couple years. So, I mean, they had like 10 years of doing this where there are a lot of titles that they, that they did do a great job preserving in that way but they aren't doing it anymore and it, and it's like i appreciate what they did but it doesn't solve the problem if we stop <laughs> and and it's like and, and i'm not even saying that like all of every game ever should be available to buy right now 
because that that's ab- absurd that do, that mar- that model doesn't exist in anything else it's not like i can just decide i want to buy a fucking a fucking 1980 porsche brand new like, yeah that that that's stupid yeah. there's going to, there's at no there's going to be a a t- level of scarcity I don't know if you can hear, but my cats are fighting in my, oh. in my room. Not like actual fighting, like play fighting, but you hear. Uh, that, that's them. But, but but yeah, I'm not arguing that like every game should be available forever. But sorry, as I, the, I had to I had to turn to look at my cat to see what it was doing, and he saw me looking at him and was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you looking at me?" And he went. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like I'm not saying every game should be available forever. But but it at retail like, full price like brand yeah, new yeah like it it's it's absurd that you can buy fucking Call of Duty World at War on PSN for sixty dollars that's insane but like they just fixed the uh, the hacker problem and put like World at War back servers back damn online, like, that's insane like days ago that's insane like but, World but, yeah, at War but, Black Ops two and another one. Which Modern Warfare like, two, I think, or three, maybe. Uh, yeah, like like something like that. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, like I like the Video Game History Foundation has a good fucking point that it's like these are games. A lot of these are lost to time if if we go purely by legal methods, and and and, and they are currently pushing to revise copyright laws so that like downloading ROMs isn't necessarily illegal there's so something that i um and and i'm I'm gonna i have a point but there's a a rabbit trail i need to get to so there is a there's a fine line between protecting your trademark and then um being like disney and like keeping Mm -hmm. mickey mouse their thing forever for Um, fucking 17 links of copyright law (laughs) and so i learned i learned something uh like years and years and years and and years ago like back when i still listened to the rooster teeth podcast like i'm i'm talking early um one of the founders of rooster teeth bernie told a story of when like the difference between copyright and trademark and Mm -hmm. they trademarked their logo which is the rooster and then like the chattering teeth Mm-hmm. And the logo is called the Cockbite logo. Um, and they trademarked it. And the difference between trademark, it's like trademarking is really like tough. Like mm-hmm. it, like there was like Google wanted to change like the pixel distance between like one of their letters or, or like kerning on their logo. Like they wanted to change something like a pixel worth mm-hmm. of the logo and they had to re-trademark everything mm-hmm. so like, tra- yeah, like, like a, a trademark only applies to that single version and so when they when rooster teeth tra- went to trademark the cockbite logo they um uh, and the way he explained it was anytime like anything happens uh in the trademarking world uh you have to challenge your trademark for everything and it it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to stop someone from doing something but you have to have a like a formal challenge of of a trademark on the books 
because I think like the rule is, and it's kind of like um, uh, uh, the best way to explain it. Well, I guess there's not a lot of re- re- realtors that listen to this show, <laughs> but um, if you don't defend everything and put a formal translation or, or challenge on the books and just let something slide, you lose your trademark. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a good example um uh so in like real estate um if and this is why people are so fucking like you always see like crazy karen like screams at me for driving my dirt bike on a trail there's there's something called licensing um like um egress licensing say you have a like can you you hear that thump yeah that was a cat yeah it was a cat missing a jump hell yeah (laughs) um so uh, there's egress licensing where if the if you buy a piece of property and there's a footpath that goes through your property um, and you know about it and you let it like people persist walking on your property like just the, your backyard footpath people do it to walk to I don't know the other side of the woods mm-hmm. if you know about that and let that go on for a certain amount of time I I I can't remember like in Alaska what, what the, like, like if you knowingly let people walk across your property um, and then you choose to like stop someone from doing that uh, suddenly you have given a public uh, egress license on your property and you can't like, like, Hey, you knew about this for years and suddenly you're trying to like, you can't, you can't do that. So you mm-hmm. you are giving the public a license to walk on the back of your property. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like uh, when I uh, when my parents built a house in 2010, there was like a walking trail through their their property, and people, like I've like one day I was like in the house, uh, I was all alone, and some fucking people rode horses through my yard, and I was like what the fuck is going on? I came out, like I saw them at the window. I was like, Hey, uh, what's going on? And they're like, Oh, we're just riding our horses, uh, through this trail. I was like, uh, it's, I hate to be this asshole, but you can't do that anymore. Like, this is like a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. and they were like, you can't remember. And I was like, Hey, Alaskan law says I have to tell you not to do it. Cause otherwise it could turn into a public thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. So trademark, yeah, um, it, it it works very similarly. Yeah. Um. So you have to. So Rooster Teeth went to go uh, register <laughs> the cockpit logo, and apparently a company from France that makes uh, sporting equipment. I think their name is like like the Sports Cock or something, or mm-hmm. like like Cock Sportif. And they said, "Hey, we're challenging." your trademark we're not going to stop you from going ahead like we read your application we're not going to stop you from going ahead but if you ever make uh sporting goods we're going to sue the shit out of you and that was Mm -hmm. a and that was a formal challenge that was on the books and like we're not going to make fucking shin guards um so i can see companies like nintendo like like challenging that because if if you let something because uh, if l- that sporting goods company didn't stop it and 
Rooster Teeth started making sporting goods equipment, they wouldn't have a legal leg to stand on. Like, hey, yeah. you had you had this opportunity. So, um, so but like you have Nintendo that will sue sue a guy for the rest of his life because he sold like a hacking tool mm-hmm. to. Uh, well, I guess that's a bad example because he kind of did some. Yeah, like he made a profit out of it. Yeah, in that case, like the profit is the issue. But it's like anyone who's ever been taken to court because they illegally downloaded a game. It's like like, there was like yes, they are in the wrong technically, but it's like it isn't. They aren't trying to profit off of you. Yeah, and it's and especially in the case of games, which I think 2010 is a decent like demarcation line where it's like anything before then that's considered retro now as much as we all hate that (laughs) like like if if you aren't going to provide a legal way to do this what do you want me to do yeah because legally the options are i either i mean for for instance like so, some of the rarest like PS2 games, like the the last Dot Hack game or like Haunting Ground, that are like hundreds of dollars to buy a copy secondhand. It's like so my options are don't play this at all or pay six hundred dollars to some guy on eBay legally, yeah. or I download this ROM that it's it's not like it's not like the copyright holder was going to make money off of that sale anyway. No. No, no, so, no. So it's like, like there's no damages. Like, and, like, and, like, yeah, Nintendo isn't which, but that that also comes like a, a, an interesting thing because, uh, like, Nintendo explicitly is like the asshole of the. Oh, yeah. They'll have the virtual console where they'll, oh, want to buy your favorite Super Nintendo game? Here you go. Oh, wait, we are turning that store off, like the Wii Shop. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's gone. So you can't ever re-download that. And like that's shitty. Like yeah, like, it's like it, it's it's one thing for this for this issue to persist in from in like the eras where everything was released physically. But once we get into the PS3 360 generation, we start having games, which this is going to be an issue soon when the PS3 PlayStation Store shuts down, which they've already tried to do. That is absolutely going to happen in the near future. They just delayed it because there was so much backlash. That's going to happen. There are going to be games that will be permanently lost to time because there will be no way to acquire it. There is no physical. There will be no digital. So these games just cease to exist. And from a preservation standpoint, I am wholeheartedly against that. And, yeah. and that and that's why I go out of my way to buy physical every opportunity I get because I, I I acknowledge that digital is just objectively better in just about every situation. But I really value that personal ownership right and 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 the fact that like in I in, I even acknowledge this is a purely hypothetical situation that will probably never happen where, the PlayStation network is entirely gone. And and like all those digital games, realistically, that's probably never going to happen, at least not in my lifetime. Um, yeah, and like, if it, like, if, if like it does Steam, happen, the Steam store is not going away. 
yeah and and if and if that does happen we have bigger issues at hand yeah yeah um, it, it, it like in this situation so sony and valve cease to be companies uh clearly something catastrophic has happened and like that's not gonna be the biggest issue but that that doesn't that doesn't like discredit my point that from a preservation standpoint this is important and it's this exact point that i i use as my evidence that there are going to be games lost to time and it doesn't even matter that a lot of these games are probably shovelware that <laughs> it for all intents and purposes don't deserve to continue to exist i mean especially like it I don't know if you're aware, but there was a huge issue a few months ago on PSN where all of these like, uh, like two minute platinum games were coming out where for like 99 cents, you get the, like the, like burrito B or something. Oh, and like you literally just hold X and it gives you a platinum. Yes. Those games do not deserve to exist. Those shouldn't fucking exist. Sony should have never greenlit those to go on PSN. Yeah. But this goes to like like free speech absolutism i might not agree with what you're doing but i will defend to the death your right to do it yeah and it's like like just because i think those are shovelware games doesn't mean you don't have the right to preserve them like i remember like in the age of like i'm sure it's still around but like uh like super competitive xbox gamer score people Mm -hmm. um they would like seek out shitty games to boost their gamer score. Like I remember one. Um, yeah, that's exactly what's going on on PSN. Like there was a uh, one that sticks out. Like back in the day was uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender Xbox 360 game. It was a physical mm-hmm. release game, so you could you could rent it um, or um, buy it and re- buy it used and return it. But mm-hmm. you can literally get a, there's four achievements, and you can get it, and they're all like. Like do a combo, do a bigger combo, do an even bigger combo, do the biggest combo, and then like so mm-hmm. I could I I remember yeah burrito B that was that was like and it's like I I don't even know if that's actually a game but it's all shit like that like the f- f- fucking flamingo F and the the draft G and like ju- jumping burrito jumping taco like all all these fucking bullshit games that like are 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 genuinely flooding PSN and drowning actual games that indie developers pour their heart and soul into making that are now no longer on the front page of PSN because 17 instant platinum games have come out in this three days since they released their game. That, that That's an issue that should be addressed, but that doesn't take away the fact that like pr- preservation is important and seemingly basically every major corporation doesn't give a shit about that. And and that is one of my biggest issues with Game Pass is that like like it kind of goes hand in hand with like I feel like Microsoft has taught gamers to not buy games. Oh, oh, that is a very that is a very good point where where, where it's like, yeah, they've like I mean, Xbox can't walk back Game Pass at this point. They can't in the future be like, hey, so we're going to stop Game Pass because uh, we actually want you to pay for games again. There will be outrage. They can't walk back from that. So they've effectively taught their community that like games are worth 
what they pay for Game Pass. And I feel games are worth much more than whatever Game Pass costs, given how many games are on Game Pass. And in the fact that it's it that money isn't even going towards ownership and it like it just sits so wrong with me that's like you would you would get um something that i like about the like retro computing fandom like i i'll like i'll deep dive and i'll watch a guy talk about a like an hp thermal printer from the late 70s uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, this is fucking dope. And he's like, yeah, I found this printer, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and um, here are the drivers for it. Um, I put them up on the Internet Archive. So if anyone else wants to get this ancient computer working, uh, printer working, the drivers are just th- there. And like the um, like software preservation is a th- like a thing that 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 particular creator uh, tech tangents on YouTube. He'll be like, yeah, here's some really weird old computer-aided design software. Jesus, I sound like an asshole. Some, some old CAD software. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the Internet Archive. And it's like, he didn't need to do that. I'm sh- sure there's not somebody pining for, like, AutoCAD 2. But- yeah, like, re- realistically, there's no reason to do that. But I appreciate anyone who does be- because the- you cannot predict every potential situation that that topic could come up there could be in a hundred years some fucking harvard study done that's digital archaeology looking at like what were games or what were software like in the 2010s or the or the, the like 2000s and i feel like that is just as valid a reason to preserve this shit as anything because it's like we don't just go around destroying historical artifacts for fun. Because yeah. we 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 re- we recognize the importance of those things. And and that's just a thing that isn't acknowledged in the digital world. That like I think we, I think we're cuz we're we're not far enough removed from it that somebody's like yeah. why why do I need AOL software version 7? And it's like I you you don't but there's, yeah, it's like the only people who want that now are like just searching for like nostalgia. Yeah, and it, it and it's like um, I can't think of a good because I th- like I don't know. You hear the story of like the lost library of Alexandria. Yeah, um, and I think like that's also like a, like became like a urban legend. Like we didn't really lose everything or, or whatever. Um, yeah, but, but, like, but I mean, the, like honestly, like the, the Dead Sea the, Scrolls. Like when we found yeah, that, like, we're like. The, the like Yo! factual basis of that isn't as important as the message behind it. That like, even though we didn't lose everything in the the Library of Alexandria, doesn't mean it wasn't a tremendous loss to humanity. Exactly. Like, like, it I, doesn't have to be the worst case scenario for it to be bad. I think there was um like an ar- archaeological dig in Israel fairly recently that referred to. Uh, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm a little, t- I'm a little tired. I've been doing this for almost three hours. So yeah. Um, sorry if my Old Testament knowledge is a little <laughs> fuzzy, but um, I, th- uh, the individual David from the Bible, I, um, th- uh, I believe his, um, 
like his status in the old world has been um, debated. Like, well, was he really as important as they said he was in the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. Fairly recently, there was some kind of tablet or some kind of inscription that was found where it referred to somebody uh, from the house of David and referred to David as like a as like the king that he was in the Old Testament. It's like, whoa, this is the first time that we were able to corroborate this story and. I think, you know, not to put sacred religious text on the same status as res for the PlayStation 2. (laughs) And as much as I acknowledge that that is a ridiculous comparison, I think it's still fair. Yeah, because there there is nothing necessarily deeming one of these things more important than the other. Yeah, and like, is the world going to change? Is uh, Catholicism or uh, Judaism or um, uh, uh, what the fuck is the other Islam? one? <laughs> Islam. Um, uh, is that going to change? Because now, um, oh yeah, we have another source that refers to David as the individual as them. Because I think, I think the Old Testament is something that is somewhat fairly agreed upon between all three of the Aramaic religions. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Um so I don't think I don't think they're gonna rewrite the Quran because now that you know David is has been confirmed. But at this you know at the same time it's like hey it I'm glad that we found that. We can document mm-hmm. it and keep it around. And, you know, I'm looking at the Internet Archive. They recently they're being sued over software preservation. Um, And I got to say, like one thing, like when I um, I like I believe Sega is pretty good at like not pulling a Nintendo when it comes to this stuff, Mm -hmm. because I was able to get my. Sega Saturn emulator, like BIOS, because you need the BIOS from a Sega Saturn console to play mm-hmm. it. Um, you don't, um, uh, like, it's on the Internet Archive. Somebody uploaded a BIOS. I was able to throw it on my Steam Deck and play Saturn games. I was also able to download every single Sega Saturn game from the Internet Archive. Mm-hmm. It's up there. I guarantee you Sega is like, hey, could you take this down? Like, I doubt. Let me see, like, what Nintendo stuff is up here. It, 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 it's funny. I, I I went to archive.org just to, like, do, like, a quick browse. See, see, see how it looks right now. Scrolling through, on the homepage, there's a section for hentai. Yo, let's fucking that's, go! That's fucking hilarious, but also is, like, exactly my point. There are many people who would deem hentai is not worth saving, but it doesn't matter because it exists. So it is like it doesn't matter what you think of these things. They deserve to be archived to someone that is art. And that's all that matters. And like uh, I know there's people that will uh, that. Like in Pompeii, like yo, we found a whorehouse, or like here's a guy that was like jacking off, <laughs> like like mm-hmm. look at that, like look look at this fucking uh, papyrus like smut, um, 
and uh, so yeah, like preserving hentai, like uh, you you know, you probably and, think that's like I I I click through a couple just to like see like is is this anything important? And like I I looked at like two, and it's like it's literally just like a drawing of an anime chick with a titty out. It's like. <laughs> There, that it, that genuinely aids nothing to society, but it's worth saving because it was created. Yes, and and, and and in some in in some way, no matter what, that deems it valuable. And we we live in a we live in a world where storage is cheap, hard drive mm-hmm. is cheap, uh, backups are cheap. Um, and um like w- like why why not like there was and, 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 and it's like I, I i i would also like to play devil's advocate here that like a lot of people would probably say w- well like w- like game pass won't remove games if they if they get games what if they just don't remove them or like they have no incentive to remove them but we've had instances in the past year where like wasn't there like a movie or a series or something that was on like Amazon Prime and HBO that was removed and even people who had digitally bought it on Amazon it was removed from their library oh, even though they yeah. bought it yeah they, I gotta... they, they fucking bought it and it was removed from their library because again it's it's a digital thing that you cannot you cannot tangibly hold it unless you create your own copy of it therefore it can be taken from you especially in the case of subscription services you do not own any of that and it can be taken from you at any moment and there are people now i remember this being an issue there were people who worked on on these shows where like they literally cannot prove that gap in their work history now because it ceased to exist damn it it is it is a black mark on their resume because some company deemed that the tax loss harvesting on it was worth more than keeping it online. And uh, and those people now cannot prove that they worked for those fucking three or four years or whatever the hell. Um, that, and uh, that I, is what I'm strongly against. Because we have actual instances of this happening. And, and if it's happened once, it will happen again. And it will happen until something is done about it. And 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 if if like I'm so passionate about this because I love games. I do not want this shit to happen to something I love so much. That that's why like I advocate for like I I put my money where my mouth is and I try to buy as many games as I can because I know the only way I can like genuinely expect this market to continue to grow is if money enters the market and if money isn't entering the market reasonably what's going to happen i buy more games than i even actually play i bought the that spongebob the cosmic shake game because it's it's something cool that i think i will enjoy when i get to it at some point but i still haven't even touched it but i bought it new because i want to support the developers and, and, and say, this is something I think is worth doing more of. Please keep doing this. And that's my issue with Game Pass is that it's teaching people to not do that. And, and it's like if we count on Microsoft to just pay to develop everything 
and that's the only money entering the, the, the system. Whether they own everything or not, that's going to become monopolistic because they will control how things succeed. And it's all going to be at their dime be- because re- reasonably the Game Pass model does not pull in enough money to offset the $250 million development cost <laughs> of a single game. Exactly. And there's something that um, uh, now that you're like putting it that way, um, uh, Josh, you know, you know, Joshua, which yeah. did he text us back. Uh, he did. I not. don't think so. Um, um, it's, it's like all, all, all this thing, I I wish Derek or Josh were here to dispute me because I do like this being a conversation. I I know like with just me being the the like the the really passionate person here, I'm able to make a case largely undisputed because I think we're kind of on the same page. No, exactly. And but so, something like, that... I I want to be challenged on these things. I don't want to just assume I'm right. I want to be proven wrong. It's just this is something I'm passionate about and I'm genuinely worried is an issue that people don't recognize because the short term gain is I got more free games or I got more games for for my $15 a month. And it's like as a consumer, that's great. Your responsibility as a consumer is to take the the best deal That, that, that like as a consumer, that's your job. But I think anyone who's as passionate about this medium as I am, it's kind of your responsibility to ensure that this medium continues to exist. Um, th- uh, I agree with you. Uh, something that Josh says uh, a lot uh, is like, hey, so I, I played this game because it's uh, being removed from Game Pass. And like they, they take stuff out of rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if fucking gas cylinder on this chair is busted um (laughs) so like what if it gets to a point where microsoft says hey we're not releasing uh games on their own anymore like you buy an xbox game pass Mm -hmm. um and then something happens like something that that i like what valve does is if you buy a game on steam there are games that have been removed from the marketplace but if you already own it, you can download it and play it. And there's actually, I can't think of anything specific off the top of my head, but there are games that have been removed from the store that you can still download, but they're fundamentally broken. And like, you just can't. I mean, I think the most modern example of something like that, that isn't currently accurate, but Cyberpunk 2077 was that case on PSN. Oh yeah. If, if you bought it, you can continue to download it and play it. The game does not work on PS4. And it was removed from the store for that reason. I think it was the but, first time they ever did it. Yeah, it's the first and I think only time they've ever removed a, a game from the store that had gone gold and was selling. It, it, it was it, just so bad on the PS4. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's genuinely unplayable. But if someone bought it, yes, they were also offering refunds, but if someone bought it, it is still your right I mean, assuming because because the user agreement we all have to agree to that we haven't read, they they do have the right to just remove things like that. Assuming they put it in the user agreement, we, we're not going to read. Which that's that is um, I remember there was uh, there was a book that was out on Kindle that Amazon just deleted from your Kindle and like, ah. 
you don't own that book anymore. And I think that is um, something that people were talking about when like the iPod was starting where like, you don't own this music. You were buying a license to mm-hmm. listen to the MP3. And I don't and, think. And, 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 and that is kind of the case with digital games. Like, yeah, you're buying a license to this game. You're not buying the game. But but that's why I think physical is important because, yes, it's still technically just a license to that game. But there, if I own it on disc, there's still something I can access. Uh, and that, that, that also um, brings up an interesting point. Um, when I first got Bloodborne, there was an exploit where you could um, uh, duplicate the blood. Um, and uh, there's a glitch, like a a currency duplication glitch, and you could just max your fucking Mm -hmm. character out. And there was also, in the first area, you could jump over a fence onto the top of a building and get to an area that you weren't supposed to get to and get, um, uh, I can't remember, I think it was like the electric mace. You can get that super early, like hours and hours and hours early. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Um, I learned about it um, after I'd played a bunch and um, that was patched out. Um, But I could take the disc, put it in my PS4, not connect to the internet or not Mm -hmm. download the patch and still play the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that is uh, not necessarily like game breaking, but you know, they didn't want like, Hey, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and there's, there's been a numerous amount of times, um, uh, where, uh, they'll like a game will get released and like, you have to download a multi-gig update. I think, I think one of the Katamari games on the 360 came out and it was like, dude, the game's not on the disc. Mm-hmm. Like. It's not on the desk. I, um, uh, one of uh, a very recent one that comes to mind is Overwatch on the Switch. Uh, you can go buy buy it in the store, and they'll sell you a case. And you open the case, and there's no cartridge in there, mm-hmm. and it's just a fucking code that you download. And it's like, why did you go through the point of making yeah. a case? I mean that that that's that such was a, a big, that's such a waste of resources. Th- th- this is slightly different, but that was a big gripe I had with Modern Warfare Two. Oh like yeah, like the, the current yeah. Call of Duty. The disc is literally just an access key. There's nothing on the disc. You still have to download the entire game. And so, like, I genuinely had a a personal mental struggle where I was like, Do I stick to my guns and buy the physical when it's fucking pointless, or do I just fucking bite the bullet and buy it digitally because that's just I'm do that's what I got to do anyway. And it's like it's it sucks that we're at this point. <laughs> There's uh I, <sighs> and now we have AAA games like Alan Wake 2 that are have come right out and said this isn't going to get a physical release. Really? Like, I hate that. Partly as a collector, but partly because that's just another step towards this digital future that I don't think a lot of people understand the gravity of. There was uh, something that comes to mind, and I just uh, I just binged it um, 
and it looks like they've walked back the stance, but there was um, the, the people that were in charge of uh, roll rolled dolls uh, estate mm-hmm. were like, Hey, um, we don't like uh, the fact that Willy Wonka calls somebody fat. So we're going to rewrite the book to be nicer. And, and and then we get into revisionist history. <laughs> and one thing that they said they were, uh, but it looks like they, uh, and I'm just reading a a headline from today. Rolled not today, but the outlet today. Yeah, Ro- rolled doll books will be published in quote classic form following edit- editing controversy. Um, I mean that's like oh James and the Giant Pete's like oh they're ugly like it, it was completely stupid shit like why are you gonna you know revisionist mm-hmm. history um that is you know that is not on the same you know level as calling somebody the n-word or the f-slur but uh you know at, thing, at but its it, core it's the same thing yeah um but something that they said they were gonna do was hey we're gonna re- like no, roll dolls dead it's his estate mm-hmm. and uh the publisher um we're gonna rewrite it oh also if you own it on Kindle, we're going to update the file. Mm-hmm. And that is super dangerous. Because uh, mm-hmm. if you own a fucking paperback book or you own the scanned version on uh, something that, like um, that Tech Tangents guy on YouTube, he got um, there was a classic computing magazine from the 70s called Byte Magazine. And he got every single issue of it and digitized them. I don't think the people from Byte Magazine are still around. Uh, I mean, they might physically be around, but I don't think in a, in a kind of legal entity or legal sense. Mm-hmm. But it's good that because it was a super important magazine from the era, and especially people that are into uh, retro computing are like, "Hey, I'm playing this game from this day," or like, "I'm I found this computer." What was the dis like the discord discourse of the time about? this laptop and mm-hmm. it's good to ha- good to have that stuff there but if um bite magazine was on kindle and they're like oh or or even something imagine if a magazine was completely digital or wait back up what if a video game completely digital um and then let's say it comes out that i can't think of anybody uh Name somebody that's like, oh, uh, fucking didn't, uh, oh, I got it. Um, the guy who made fucking, um, Earthworm Jim, he, mm-hmm. he's like hardcore Catholic mm-hmm. and his shit on Twitter is like hardcore Catholic. He's like, I don't want the gays playing Earthworm Jim four. Mm-hmm. Um, what if that was only digital and suddenly like, you know what? Um, we don't like what the Earthworm Jim guy's saying. Can't play his game anymore. Yeah, you pay for it. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. It, or, it, it, it would be the same thing as if like every episode of the Cosby show was just removed from history. There's valid reason to do that because we don't want to perpetuate what Bill Cosby did, but that doesn't eliminate the cultural impact of the show. Uh, um, also like 
I refuse to, uh, when I DJ, I refuse to play any of Chris Brown's music because he's a woman beater. Mm -hmm. Um, and macabre fucked up fact. Um, and I don't know if you know this or I told you about it, but the first time, the first time he beat up Rihanna, uh, he, they were driving in his Lamborghini. He grabbed her by the head and fucking smashed her face multiple multiple times into the dashboard of his car and then took her to the hospital and there's a famous photo of like her eye all fucked up and she's got stitches and like she's bloody and it's like the the photo the police took Mm -hmm. he got that photo tattooed on his neck Mm -hmm. yep i know Uh, about that yeah so anybody like google chris brown rihanna tattoo that guy is off fucking scumbag and i will not mm-hmm. dj any of his music but i'm, I don't, I'm glad to I, see that you stand for something <laughs> but i don't think uh uh his music should go away uh uh-huh. i don't think you shouldn't like uh i can't think of any like chris brown bangers off the top of my head uh but like you know they exist yeah um there's a lot of fucking r kelly songs that are fucking dope Trapped in the Closet is fucking incredible. Dude, it's amazing. I'll be the first to say it. Dude, have you... uh, Tangent. Have you... You've seen Trapped in the Closet. Have you seen the director's commentary for Trapped in the Closet? I'm gonna watch that. So I, on a lark, years ago, years ago, I'm talking like 2009, I got Trapped in the Closet on DVD. Like parts 1 to 22. I've been so close to ordering that multiple times okay so do it do it because of the director's commentary this a normal director's commentary is just the movie with like mm-hmm. the dir- like directors talking over stuff and like you know whatever mm-hmm. this <laughs> director's commentary is so unhinged you are watching r kelly sitting in a leather chair watching trapped in the closet <laughs> and the, it's behind him and he's like oh yeah and this scene blah 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 oh and this scene yada 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 and then it'll be times where he's he'll like turn around and like look at the camera that's watching the back of his head mm-hmm. and there'll also be times like pause and he'll pause the movie and he'll like talk about a scene and it's wild because like there's a character in trapped in the closet that really wants he gets out of prison and really wants to get a gun and mm-hmm. he's like, you, so you see this guy, you know, he, um, uh, he, he thinks if he gets a gun, he's going to be big. He's going to be a gangster. He's going to be in charge. He's going to be a, he's going to be like, you know, he's going to be important. He's going to be like a pop star. He, he's going to be like an R Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, he, he's in a suit. And at some point, um, it just like cuts and he's wearing like a tracksuit, a completely different outfit. And there's one time where a joke is made. He like belly laughs from it. Like, ha ha. But instead of a camera from behind him, it switches to a camera that's on the floor looking up at him. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> him laughing. And then at one point he like, he's obviously green screened in. He reaches out off of the green screen and lights up a cigar. And then another time, like gets a bag of cookies, (laughs) (laughs) 
buy Trapped in the Closet on DVD. I'm going the, to now. The director's commentary is so fucking funny. And I and I cannot believe I was like, yo, he is insane. Like he is absolutely insane. Like, buy it now. Like it is Oh, and there's also like stuff just cut out. <laughs> there's parts of the like we um my buddy Grant and I were watching it years ago. And we were watching the director's, I was like, director's commentary? Like, what is this? And we turned it on. We're like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? And we were watching it. And then there's just a jump in the narrative. I was like, did we miss something? And <laughs> yeah, there's just a, and like one of the quote unquote chapters. Eh, it's just like half gone. <laughs> so, but I don't think it should go away and should be yeah. like wipe wipe from existence. I think you should still be able to buy trapped in the closet. And in, um, in, in, even if you, you shouldn't be able to buy it, you should still be able to find it. Yes. It should, it should still be something that exists somewhere. Like the ISO shouldn't be wiped from, uh, uh, wiped from the fucking existence of, of man. Like yeah. the library of Alexandria. Should, it doesn't it shouldn't well it, yes it needs and it should have a copy of yeah trapped in the closet and <laughs> i gotta say on that note it just it's about to click over to midnight it just did to the next day we've been it doing clicked this over f- to 3 a.m for me <sighs> dude fuck yeah um i have i have to eat dinner and i have to do laundry and start packing uh for san diego comic-con so i'm gonna take an executive decision and cut it on there um i i agree i was i was about to say uh i think we should wrap up because i have to wake up uh to go to work in six hours now damn assuming i fall asleep right this second uh dude just jerk (laughs) off you'll be all right jerk off into the hentai that's on (laughs) archive.org yeah yeah get a copy uh so yeah we we this resolution dynamic um yep it is a video this, game this show. This is exactly why I thought a game like 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 dropped frames or dynamic resolution was great for the show because yeah. it implies we don't fucking stay on topic. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean we 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 talked about Microsoft. We talked about games. Um, I'm not going to even do the whole like ending. So fucking. If 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 you're you if you're three hours into this show, you know who we are and where to find us. Yeah, give us a rating. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Bye. Or good fucking morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs>